like these motherfuckers, like I said, they just that hat. Yeah, they grow on me, man. And now it's like I don't know. It's kind of like as I get older too. I'm kind of like just like today. It's just like a t-shirt and jeans day. Yeah. Like I be seeing niggas wear shit, doing seeing dudes online like wearing Gucci shit and all this other shit. And I'm like, bro, give me a t-shirt from Target. Yeah, I'm straight. Give me some Gap jeans or something. <laughs> Maybe a you know some Gap yeah, uh, jeans a, too tight for me. A nice pair. You got some thighs, bro. I, I know thighs like I that. Know, I look man. at my legs all the time in movies, and I be like, I mean, in movies, in movies. I done did one <laughs> goddamn scene. <laughs> my, my bad. Wow. Now wait a minute. Ooh, you don't let him. You don't his, get. Hey, I asked for shot. that shit. This <laughs> motherfucker already fired shots. We ain't even got started yet. Yeah, That's the pitch. That's the, the pitch. pitch. That's You're the right. Pitch. Yeah, okay. You see how he got hyped then when <laughs> I said this. But I made, I made a mistake, though. I don't even know what I was about to say, bro. So, Spider, I'll... get your Aquafina off the table. Okay. That's too many water. Trying to do the aesthetic bottles. thing. Okay. Okay, you know what? Speaking hey, what else do I need to do? I feel real fluffy today, that man. That's case. My what case? They just, just they can't, my, but they can't see that. I can see it. How about right there? Janky. How about, oh, she said wow. janky. Wait a minute. Okay, there it go. There I, go. I pushed okay. it down too far. <laughs> Jesus, this motherfucker is coming oh, for me. Oh. Is it okay to call her a bitch today? <laughs> God damn, bitch. Yeah, that should feel good when you say it. You know what I'm saying, dude? Does. You ain't supposed to restrict me. You gotta I say it like her. too short though. You got yeah, bitch. bitch. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? The thing about it is, I told her that too one time. I said, if you feel a certain way, say that shit to me. Just say it. People be taking it as disrespect, but it's like, let me get this energy off, right? So I'm not mm-hmm. carrying it. Because right. like I told, this is what I did one That's day. Important. I, I said, when we get into it, sometimes you can't tell me you ain't got in the car. I hung up mm-hmm. the phone and been like, fuck you, bitch ass right, nigga. Right. Who the fuck you think you talking to, nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just, I'm feeling like I could kick a nigga though. <laughs> You're going back to the old A-Ray. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got this. Arteza, you want to add any um, soft booty stuff? <laughs> soft booty stuff. I want to uh, be a cover girl. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that is. Oh, I, I heard that song. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like that song. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like this? Because you're I, full of shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure what's happening. This is birthday weekend. We're gonna mm-hmm. let him make it. What happened? Leave Renee. I literally been letting him make it all weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, we in this motherfucker. We won down Casey. We gonna miss you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've been sassy the last couple of episodes. Oh, and you know what? So I'm gonna can't get wait. these rounds off on your ass I, today. I can't wait till she get back. I got something for her ass. Too. You got oh, something? Got, for her? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I got something. We spicing up on you. I don't like the way y'all coming. We is spicing up on you. But it's all love though. It's all love. It's all love. But somebody gonna spank that ass. What the fuck is All up? Right, with that, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> you mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to tease the act gangsta. She be acting real hood in the car. Hey. I like this song. That's something you put on in the morning, man, and you just get your goddamn day started. While you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. And it just makes you feel good. It gets you hyped up. Right. Need that energy in the morning. You do. Yeah. But one day we're gonna get Arteza to kinda act like she's riding. Yeah. Cause yeah, she different. She different when she rides to the hood music. <laughs> but what's good, man? This is episode 329. I'm your host, Anthony. We got the homie franchise in the building. What up? We got Arteza in the building. Yep, I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, I said ladies. Your mm-hmm. energy is great today. You're carrying enough energy for two women. So I said ladies. And she's baby. a Gemini. I so said yeah. ladies. I have both sides. Have sides. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I just did for mm-hmm. you? See that? Thank you. Ladies. Yeah. yeah. And gentlemen, we in this bitch, man. Not so gentle. How you doing, you. Spider? Blow I got your... too much stuff going on. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, two thumbs up, man. Two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up. Right here. <laughs> so, so, so yesterday was my birthday, man. Hey. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. I appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, yesterday was overwhelming. I don't like my phone blowing up throughout the day. Mm, you don't like, like attention. Consistent. Why you keep looking at me like this? Because it's not nothing new. Like, But I, I've never really like it's just consistent. It's mm. a lot of it is consistent to where it's like, all right, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for tomorrow. Right. The, He's such um, a party pooper. On the, I'm yeah. a birthday person. And so. that's beautiful. So because you're a birthday person, you'd appreciate this. OK, I'm going to talk to you, brother. I'm going to talk to you. I need you to just listen. Don't respond. Just okay. listen. All right. So we get into a point in our lives where we really have to appreciate these more and more. So stay in the moment of it. Stay yeah. in the now when people are making you feel special because it's your day, then yeah. allow them to do that. It's nothing you ask them to do. Yeah. You let them do it. And then you sit in that appreciation of it because it's a beautiful thing, man. We yeah. appreciate you being here. You still here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we want to enjoy you on your day. Let it happen, baby. I think about it. But then I think the <laughs> thing about me is like when people ask me, what do I want? I know the type yeah. of things I like, mm-hmm. you know, just like when we was in Chicago, you know, shout out to my guys in Chicago. Um, it was like, you know, they was like for everything that's happened and, you know, you guys coming down here and helping, you know, dinner on us. We're going to take you out. Yeah. So when I got ready to order my drinks, I was just like, hey, man, um, I'll get my own drinks. And he I was meant like, to talk to you about that, too, because that was so inappropriate. I just, talk about it now. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, so it may have been inappropriate, but my whole thing is like, I'm just so this is my thing, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm used to being the one that carries or foots the bill. If it's five or six people at the table, we've talked about this mm-hmm. and everybody's eating. I'm normally the one that's going to carry that bill if they bring out a whole bill for a table. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why when me and you went out, when we all went out there last time and you did it, I said, yo, bro, do I need to send you anything? And you was like, nah, bro, I got it. I'm good. And it's appreciated because I'm so used to being that person. Right. So the drinks I was ordering was a more expensive drink because mm-hmm. I like to drink a certain type of scotch. So I was just like, hey, bro, Which you know. Which one? What scotch? It's, it's a, a McCallum 25. Okay, yes. that's good shit. So I was just like, hey, you know. Yeah. I'll get my own drinks tonight. Thanks for dinner. I was like, because if I want to order multiple ones, right. I just don't want to run up a hundred dollar bill off somebody, four, else's, off, shit. somebody else's shit. Right? Because then it seems like I'm, it seems like I'm being inconsiderate of your dime. Right. And in that mood, and, I wanted a couple of drinks because I hadn't smoked weed all weekend. And we know some uh, people that would take advantage of that situation. Yes, we do. But I don't think anybody at that table was like that. Yeah. I think it's knowing your audience mm-hmm. and knowing the fact when people invite you out, yeah. like that's a part of their gift to you. Yes. So you kind of ruin it a little bit when you say, oh, I got this. Like, because then it's like, damn, you think? Mm, no, I like, didn't. I didn't. And that's why I like my boy Jason, because all he said was. Nigga, let a nigga buy you a drink. Right. That's all he but said. But you get tired of saying that. I know. Yeah. I'm speaking for me personally. Like oh, sometimes because you, see you get it a lot. yeah, because yeah. you get tired of trying to convince somebody to let them do something for you. I got you. Like just let it happen. Speak on. Speak I mean, on. I think I've gotten better. I just said this yesterday. Has he gotten better? Come on, man. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay. I was. You know, I just. <laughs> and I got my glasses all fucked up. But no, I mean, I get what you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just me being kind enough to be like, yo. These drinks is like $30 a shot or yeah. 50 bucks or whatever. Right. Like, I just don't want to run up $200 off four drinks. Honestly. I think anybody else out there who ain't got that kind of money going to be like, thanks, brother, for being considerate. Right. Well, if they ain't got that kind of money, they won't yeah, be paying for the whole exactly. table. You know that. Know your crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lesson here, yeah. Anthony. This nigga called my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare that somebody calls my name. Oh, my God. It's a lesson there, Anthony. It's a lesson here, too, man. On my birthday... 
Well, first of all, when I was in Chicago, this is not me browbeating my father. This is just using examples. Okay. So when I was in Chicago, my dad called, but I was busy. We were actually out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And I texted him and I said, hey, I'm out to dinner in Chicago. Hey, I'll hit you up if it's not too late tonight or I'll hit you up a little bit later in the week. So I didn't hit him back. And if you've been following the podcast, you know I don't have the best relationship with my father. I mean, we've made amends. We're mm-hmm. trying to move forward. But it's just like two distant friends. We're more associates. So he called me last year on my birthday by accident, I realized, at the end of the call. Because when he called me, we talked a whole 20 minutes. He never even acknowledged my birthday. And I'm not the type of person to say, hey, you know, so on and so forth. So this nigga calls me yesterday on my birthday. And I'm thinking, maybe. So when he calls me, he said, hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm doing good. He was like, how your day going? I was like, man, it's been busy. I was like, a lot of, I was like, my phone just jumping off the hook. People just is getting on my nerves, man. And he was like, well, all right. Well, he was like, I called to talk to you about mama, like my grandmother, which I don't have a great relationship with because, you know, they're in the same pocket. So as he's telling me the whole story, I'm just sitting here listening and like 15, 20 minutes into the the conversation. And I text Artesi and I was like, so my dad called me and this nigga has not said happy birthday. And he called me with something to tell me, but it wasn't happy happy birthday. birthday. So in my mind, and she was like, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry that that happened. And I was like, I'm numb to it at this point. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'm not saying this to, to you know, talk down about him. But I look at it for myself and I was just like, and I told her, I said, I could never bring a child into this world and forget their birthday. Mm-hmm. Be absent in their life. Yeah. And then call them on their birthday two years in a row after he's forgiven you and never brought up your past. And you call him on his birthday and do not know that it's this nigga's birthday. Mm-hmm. So, bro, like, I was just like, all right. Mm-hmm. And she was just, like, trying to make sure I was good. I was like, I'm really good. I was like, but it sucks that I'm good with a situation, with a situation like this. Like yeah. But I say this to, to, to people who won't give their fathers a chance or have shut the down the father. Like, we talk all the time at this age. We're still learning so much. Mm-hmm. And there's so much it's that constant. we don't know. It's constant. And not being funny, if I was emotionally ignorant, guess where I got it from? him mm. so maybe he's never got it's unfortunate that he, maybe he's not corrected whatever to where he needs to see this or know certain things i know you're not so forgiving in this instance but it's just me saying you know what the nigga called i talked to him whatever right what you got to say i mean i understand all of that been there done that dealt with it whatever but i just feel like at some point you have to stop making excuses or allowing them to get away with the fact of, oh, they just don't know any better or, oh, they just, they're still learning or whatever. No, that's why I told you. If it was me, I would have been like, yo, today's my birthday. I'm really not trying to hear this shit. Yeah. Mm. But I just didn't even say nothing. And like I told her, I was like, how is he going to know? Same shit's going to happen next year. Yeah. Because it hasn't been corrected. I get it. Because like when she was talking to me, I was just like, I was just listening to him and I told her, I said, it turned out on my birthday, I was listening to what his problems were. Mm. Yeah. And it feels like we're the parents and they're Uh, the children. Right. And And they never did the role for us. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Right. And it's not probably going to ever flip to, no, you know, at this point, I don't want it to flip that way, but somebody has to be held accountable. No, that's true. And I agree with that. Somebody got to pay for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. At at some (laughs) some point though, we have to have, you know, there, there probably should be a conversation like, yo, this happened two years in a row and yeah. I always right. need you to, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna call me once yeah. a year or whatever yeah. on this day hey. just know that this is the day that I came yeah. into the world but like yeah. she said she was like your whole family's on, fa- she was like, your on whole Facebook she was like your whole on Facebook and everybody's tagging you and everything I mean yeah, yeah. it's no excuse yeah. so, like that's just blatant disregard you get and an I have alert. no and you get an for alert for I wanted, everything I'm like I will call him and tell him <laughs> it's your birthday because yeah. that's just so like, but all I wanted so for me all I wanted yesterday on my birthday was peace though everybody literally people were asking me 
And I know we talked about it a few weeks ago. He was like, he's just setting it up for his birthday. And I know it's, it's, no, it's not because literally people were like, my mom, you, <laughs> other people, homegirls, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, I just really want peace and time to myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm rolling into, like, as my brother say, the niner year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's Nine my years. last year mm-hmm. in my 30s. Oh, you know what cool, I'm saying? Cool, cool. So it's like rolling into 40, making sure that I'm doing things the right way, making mm-hmm. sure that the things that are happening in my life, I see them and I'm intentionally, you know, yes. playing the right intentionally. game. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And making sure I'm and, and continuing to try to learn how to manifest things in my own life. For real. So for me, like I, I like told that, her, I said, man. all I want is just peace and chill. I was like, I'm a, I'm, I can go catch a movie. We can go grab some breakfast if you want. I was like, but I'm going to just be at the house smoking, watching the games. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want to be out. I ain't trying to be out here catching no ass, looking for no ass. I just, <laughs> I just want some peace. That's good. So that's good. That was how that's how I felt. So you I put this topic in here for are you even black before we get into our Chicago and Atlanta conversations. Mm-hmm. You said that you this was your topic. I thought it, it was, was Casey's because I remember Casey speaking about it. But oh. what what made you bring this up? Well, just because like I've always heard other people's stories and I I guess now that I'm older and kind of realizing how things are set up and how things work, I've come to accept the fact that I was raised in a bubble. And before it was like people would tell me, yeah, people would tell me like certain things that they were dealing with. I think we were watching or I was watching a BMF and it was a scene where they the brothers had to literally share the same bowl of milk. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's wild shit. I don't know shit about that life. Like I grew up in the hood, but you're not of the no Mm -hmm. we were there because that's where my great grandmother lived and she refused to move so so we came there to stay close to her but um i just realized that it seems like every black person's story has to like include some kind of struggle Mm -hmm. in order to be considered accepted Mm -hmm. if not it's like oh you're automatically on the outs or you don't go through any like adversity or anything like and we've had that conversation before because he would always Mm -hmm. be like oh you don't know what i'm talking about or what and i'm like i have my own struggles but i do realize Mm -hmm. that it's different now that was more so in the beginning too before i got to know you because i like i'm not gonna lie like i didn't look at you and handle you like that but i did look at you as kind of like a trust fund kid yeah you did and i probably (laughs) because you did handle me that way and okay and i was wrong if i did i apologize and i think i have a but that's kind of how i felt because she just kind of threw money around i told you about the time we was dating and something happened and I was like man yo you can get your shit and get out and she's like oh is it about money sometimes I say and this no cause you was talking about oh he was acting like he was pressed like because I had been staying at his house he was paying higher electricity higher water <laughs> she was just over there all the so time yeah, flushing that toilet. don't flush that toilet I got you no, I wasn't even like that I got you if that's the problem then that's not how I, yeah, no. we go buy some groceries we yeah. got into it about something bro yeah. and I was just like yo man you don't really clean up around here you don't help out around here you, not my house I, I was like but <laughs> But you over here eating up and drinking <laughs> yeah, up everything. I clean up after myself, but uh, But if you're going to be over been... here like two weeks straight, motherfucker, you eating the niggas two weeks, snacks and, days and this motherfucker, like, yo, be this mo- man, yo, come on. I she ain't got the cheeks for nothing. <laughs> come on, bro. She be all up in the cheese. Yeah, like shit. a chipmunk, nigga. <laughs> she used to come over to my place, bro, and I, the way I eat, I'm single. I'm a single man. She yeah. come to my house and be like, where the snacks? And I'm like, yo, bitch, bring your own shit. Right, come with your shit. Yeah. You got to understand, though. So when we first started hanging out, <laughs> then the motherfucker like, wrote a check like I was nothing. Like, hey, I can just pay my like. She didn't just leave it on a nightstand. No, <laughs> and that's why you might as well. <laughs> I did leave it on the kitchen counter. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm like this. Who the bitch? This bitch. I, you ain't Funzie Evans. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
But no, you got to understand, like, coming to his house was like a vacation because, mm-hmm. you know, I had two small kids. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was working, now, take care of the family. That. So when I came to his house, it was like, okay, I'm in chill mode. Right. Hey, hold on. Pick a side, nigga. No, no, no. But I, I, I feel <laughs> that, though. I it wasn't, that. it wasn't because I don't want people to get the uh, wrong idea. Like, I do keep house. <laughs> like, pick a side. <laughs> so it wasn't like I was just coming over there, like, Ooh. Making a mess, yeah. not willing to do but anything. You let your hair it down. Was, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It is. Yeah, I mean, you can understand that. <laughs> and they say he let your hair down. <laughs> you know what I'm I just wanted you to pick a song. <laughs> now y'all, make, y'all both making some good points because I understand it from your standpoint yeah. as the man fucking coming to my house for two weeks. Yeah, at the I'm same cooking. Time. I'm doing yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, man. And she admitted to it later on down yeah. the line. She was yeah. like, yo. Like you just said, she was like, hey, it was a getaway for me. Yeah. But I was like, yo, I want a meal cooked too. Yeah. Like, I call you on Tuesday. You've been here since last week. I call you on Tuesday. <laughs> hey, what you doing? Cooking something for the kids? Can I get me some? Bitch, we was on my dime every day this weekend. <laughs> you could make a plate you over ain't here. No water you ain't water over here. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no water boiling. Shout out to Nye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, man. So it was oh, just, it's crazy, it's crazy too to look back. We're totally off subject. Totally. Yeah, but we're gonna get back to yeah, it. But it's crazy. I got it. But it's crazy to look back at you know relationships and shit when you get out of them and you really look at it and be like that shit wasn't even that serious. <laughs> no. None of the shit that you None used to argue it. about. You're like, yo, it's just literally ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Ego not wanting to be it wrong, wanting shit. to be right. You know what I'm saying? Wanting it, to prove a point. I know that's what it was for me. Like, let right. me shut this shit right. Me too. Let me shut when this I wrote shit that down. Chick, I, that was all my. I was ego. like, oh yeah, let me fix like, this shit. Let me shut you up real quick. <laughs> Next subject. No, no, no. We got to go back to that. What are we going to? That's what I'm saying. To that, to to how you like live. He looked at me as a trust fund baby. Right, right, and oh, living like yeah. a privileged That's life. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are you even black? Yeah. But a lot of people do do that. No, like no, no I, question. And like I said, no I was question. wrong because for most doing people, that shit. And most, and that, it's not right. And I'm glad that yeah. you can admit that. And hopefully you, oh yeah, yeah. you you accept it as apology. Oh, yeah. But but I do I agree. I think that when you have a conversation with people and you talk about their upbringing and the things that they went through. And it's like as if a person who got money um, doesn't have their own kind yeah. of adversity or struggles. But I said all of that. To, this whole thought process led me to because similar situation happened and I found myself like explaining myself. Yeah. And then in that moment, it was like, OK, why am I doing this? Like, right. I don't have to in order. Like, I'm black. I yeah, know I'm black. Clearly. Like, yeah. And just because crazy. I didn't have a certain childhood or upbringing doesn't mean that I yeah, can't relate. Uh, right. Yeah, we do type. that. We, yeah. we definitely we, assign yeah. blackness to certain yeah. situations. What you, about to, you say something? Well, everything, uh, everyone has the worst moment in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it might be completely different between yeah. all of us, but mm-hmm. you have that worst moment in your oh, life yeah. and you remember that feeling. Yeah. And that feeling is the same for everyone. It's the same. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's, 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 and the other coin of it is like not being funny, like when Drake said, once you sleep with one dime, you slept with them all. You know what I'm saying? Meaning the experience is not going to be, it, it's another bad bitch, different experience. Right. Same thing on the flip side of this one. Yeah. But no, I used to, I definitely used to be that, be that way with her because I was just like, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or certain things I would try and tell her and she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it would be hard when I was struggling, like she would kind of do things like haphazardly and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I needed that shit like yesterday. <laughs> right. Motherfucker, like if I say I'm broke, that's not a budget. 
Well, yeah. he would always talk about like the system and how that was designed. Like me growing up, like I was aware of the system, but mm-hmm. I never had the mentality of like, oh, it's holding me down. Mm-hmm. Like the man nah, got his foot on my neck. Not look. saying that's what you were saying. You got me sound like James Evans. No, but a lot of conversations. That's what it would feel like to me. Not saying that that's what you were saying, but that's what it would sound like to me because I never grew up in that mindset. Whatever I wanted to do, whatever I wanted to have mm-hmm. i knew it was possible yeah and i think i think that what happens the reason why people might say you know are you even black is yeah. because uh people tend to have those same kind of conversations with white people because yeah. yeah. white people don't have those same right. kind of oh yeah right. experiences yeah. yeah and that's not fair no and that's why that's i said it was fair. just and I, I remember telling her later because like she said it got to a point not with just me it was other people who would yeah. do that and i remember she came to me one time and she was just like yo i just She's like, I'd rather have my mom here than anything else. I'd rather no have my mom here than money or anything. anything else. And she was like, and then it sucks that people think that I'm always okay just because I'm financially stable. Right. And then I think as I got older no and doubt. I started looking at other things, it's like looking at athletes, yeah. like people, yeah. like no like doubt. take Russell Westbrook when people were kind of talk, getting off subject a little bit, but kind of like with Russell Westbrook, people were like, oh, he's having a bad game right now. And then, you know, LeBron was coming out talking to him about him and he was like, yo, I told him quit being so hard on himself. And, you know, they start being like, you know, he's back home. He's playing in front of an L.A. crowd, mm-hmm. which is his home crowd. Yeah. It's a different crowd than anywhere he's ever been. Right. The expectation is championship or bust. Mm-hmm. He's never been with a, a team where it's championship or and bust. It's just make it like LeBron. LeBron. It's just make it to the playoffs. You know what I'm pressure. saying? It's a lot of fucking pressure. Then he and you at home. And you at home. He got his brand. You probably got other people saying, hey, can you get us tickets to the game? Mm-hmm. He all got other, you know, he got all these things that he got going on in his community that somebody else used to take care of because he was mm-hmm. out somewhere else. He's he, doing that on a weekly basis now, which means he has a whole nother job outside of this shit. Mm-hmm. And he's around his kids every day. Right. So he ain't on the road all the time where his, you know, where it's like he ain't around his kids and his wife. No, they're there Everything's all the different. time. Everything's different. Everything's it different. It takes time. Bro. It takes time to adjust to new situations. So we'll get, we'll, we'll, get used to it. Yeah. That's why I say. Give it about 30 like, same, same thing that happened in DC two months last in, year. Yeah. Two yeah. months into the, the season. Yeah, they was killing. It was killing, bro. That's all it's going to be. So off the are you even black thing, I wanted to bring that to the front. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the show. Well, actually, I want Frank to start with yes. the Atlanta experience. Let's, okay. Yeah, let's get you the floor, man. Like you went to Atlanta. Yes. You said, uh, I know we were talking about both of us being out of town at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, you where, where, what, what was the trip like for you? And what did you enjoy the most about it, man? Well, the trip was, it's a lot of, it was a lot of fun, man, because I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, whatever I, whatever I'm going to go do, I usually try to do a little bit of planning first. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Gina. She's really, really good about that. Um, but, but going out um, to Atlanta, had I was there like probably early in the summertime. Yeah. And I was like, there's certain things that I didn't get a chance to do. So, so first thing, we went there for a wedding, right? <laughs> went there for a wedding. Shout out to uh, Stephanie, the love coach. Had a beautiful wedding. It was a lot of fun. It was on a Sunday. We got there like Thursday night. Yeah. So they have a Porsche experience out there. And I oh, love who? cars. Porsche. Oh, okay. So I, I, I signed up to go and drive some Porsches, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I love cars. Yeah. So, and I didn't get a chance to do it last time because it was booked up. Yeah. So I did the Porsche shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we linked up with some, some, some people that own a restaurant, some really cool people, friends. Uh, went out to the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Went out to dinner. Just kind of took in Atlanta. Yeah. Just nothing too crazy, yeah. but enough to just enjoy the area, you know what I'm saying? Go get some juice, go to a park and stuff like that. And then and then go to the wedding. So, but the main thing for me was going to the wedding, had a blast. But then also doing that Porsche experience where it's like a obstacle course on yeah. a, in a Porsche, like that shit Whipping was it dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah. I think it's always it people fresh. always talk about just getting the experience of driving a car that they want. They don't necessarily want it. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like, yo, let me just go dr- test drive this bitch just to 
Just it, see what it is. And it was more than a test drive. I yeah. mean, I'm saying we was out there fucking uh, <laughs> drifting and yeah. all oh, type nice. of shit. It was wild. I'm sure it she was wild. Yeah, yeah. I need that information. The Porsche experience. They got one in LA too. Okay, good. She yeah. thinks she could have been like <laughs> I would have been Drake. a NASCAR driver. <laughs> now, what's homegirl's name? Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick. Yeah. She really did that, bro. I know I would have. I just. I mean, it's been proven. I've almost died a thousand times when we first started dating. But you still here. By the grace of God, and I don't <laughs> because I'm a like skilled it. driver, skilled yeah. by God's yeah, hand, good. Yeah. yeah, by God's hand for yeah. sure. Because I you know what, I used to always tell her about people who drive crazy you don't know what's happening in front of you, you don't, you know <laughs> what I'm don't. saying? You don't know if it's a nail somewhere and you blow out and you mm-hmm. get to rolling, you don't know if somebody gonna jam on their brakes <laughs> yeah. because right. they see you coming and uh-huh. they don't know whether to, uh, right? Some people get nervous, yeah, yeah. Yo, you know what I'm I saying. Know. Yeah, but you nice like that? You yeah. nice behind the wheel? Yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry, I started laughing while you were telling your story. I just want to know where you were to have a I love boobs wristband on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you know it's breast cancer awareness. Okay. Month, you okay. know what I'm saying? Breast, and I didn't have it no is. pink on at work. Yeah. So okay. they was like, oh, Frank, you can wear this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Shout out to the breast cancer yeah. awareness, yes, my yes. man. You know what? Um, yes. Uh, I, they thought I had breast cancer. Really? Yeah. I had surgery. Oh, wow. I think when I was 24. Oh. It was like a like on both sides of my chest, bro, behind my nipples, man. They it was like protrude, like my nipples had gotten so big at one point. Really? I think I was like my early twenties, bro. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell my mom, I was like, "Yo, this is embarrassing." I would even wear like a damn near like a tank top and a t shirt just uh-huh. so. And it was like, "Yo, I don't like this shit." <laughs> so I went and got checked, uh-huh. and they were like, "It's a." They was like, "It came back benign," mm-hmm. and they were like, "It may go away, it may not." You know me, my ass is like whatever. I was like, "No, let's have surgery. Let's get this done." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Well, it came out benign, yeah. but they said it was like the, it was a muscle buildup, mm-hmm. and it uh, and both of you and both titties? my pecs, bro. Okay. <laughs> yes, and because that's what like, bro, for real, because it had got yeah. so swollen, like it was a lot of fluid. Mm-hmm. But they said when they took it out, it was like the size of a waffle. Really? On each side, on both sides, and that's just a muscle buildup. Just muscle buildup, bro. What? That's crazy. Like, that's cause crazy. like, so <clears throat> you know, it was after high school, so like, I, you know, I've always had a bigger upper yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. So he was just like, you maybe started too early with lifting weights, mm-hmm. like I was telling her about oh. it, and he was like, or it could be like, um, what is it in your like genetic? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, somebody in your family may be whatever. And my brother oh, went through the same. You. My brother went you. through the same thing. Okay, so it might be genetic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, see, no. for me, it was just like I caught it early because I was like, what is this? Because it was like I always felt this hard uh-huh. like tissue, like wow. a lump. And like when I went, they was like, well, we need to get you tested. We need to do whatever. And Check they said it came back out. benign. Yeah. But so, speaking of breast cancer awareness, it's important to remind people to do sure. their self checks. For sure. Because I was doing mine and came across a lump and I was like, oh, what's going on? Right. And so also being an advocate for yourself, because I called my doctor and had to go through my my regular doctor was on vacation. Yeah. So I had to go through this whole rigmarole mm-hmm. to get an order requested for me to go and get checked out mm-hmm. so that was a process in itself did that it came back benign but Good. just the importance of you know in between doctors self-checks yeah self-check no t- no get doubt. your man boobs check yeah get that's and, the name and, of the episode fellas check Perfect. your balls too get your man oh yeah fellas check your balls yeah, yeah man yeah. when you down there jerking on him <laughs> making yeah, him cough, up, on his, your balls, making him cough up his lungs <laughs> and it's yesterday's lunch <laughs> <laughs> get that little motherfucker checked out while he gassed over there Tell shit me. but yo I wanted to say also though in Atlanta though y'all know cause y'all been to Atlanta you know it's beautiful out there just just because when I see black people you know it's just different out there you know what I'm saying black people owning restaurants black people driving around in Bentleys yeah and, like you know, it's what, nothing that's what I'm saying like just my another day my people who own a restaurant they, they you know went to the crib and shit yeah. like that I'm like this motherfucker's like a museum up in this bitch yeah. dude mm-hmm. had a wraith 
You yeah. know what I mean? A Bentley. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is some dope shit. Yeah. But it was, it's good to see people who look like us doing it like that. Right. And there's a, there's a lot of acceptance when it comes oh, yeah. to a lot of opportunities, a lot of people out there hustling yeah. and making it. And it's just good to step outside and see my people handling businesses. That's why a lot of people leave certain areas to go, you know, to Atlanta. And they said there's a lot yeah. of transplants out yeah. there. And yeah. I, I've thought about it myself because a lot of people always tell me like, like even with the podcast and other stuff we've done here separately, like even her with her real estate, it's mm-hmm. like you're in a place where you know that your marketing and everything else is up to par, but it's whitewashed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's so whitewashed. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You can't change it. You can't shift it. You literally just got to start your own. Like we've tried to do and been doing, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But a lot of people move there for the benefit of that. And it is like every time I go to Atlanta, I love seeing it. Yeah. Like you yeah, said, it's, it's like man. like that show that's out right now, Our Kind of People mm-hmm. on Fox. Yeah. That's what it's like, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody with money is black. Even when you see a white person with money, it's like, hey, they don't look like the black people with money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's still yeah. a difference. It's 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 something separate, bro. Yeah. So we went out to Chicago, man. This is our uh, Chicago experience. I think this was one of the better times mm-hmm. that yeah. that. that you know, when we went out there, I went out there initially to help out uh, the homie Jason, man, a Hello Zumble with some behind the scene mm-hmm. footage and kind of help him with that. He gave me a line or uh, two on the set. A line yeah. or two. Yeah, because <laughs> he asked me, bro, he was like, yo, what you think about acting, man? He was like, you animated, you whatever. And I was like, I don't want to be no, I don't want that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, man, be a, heart, a heartthrob. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be no heartthrob. So he was like, well, I'll give you a line or two. And I was like, yeah, don't give me more than one or two lines. Double I was like, the line. next movie I do, give me two or three, and then we'll just keep yeah, adding just keep on building, to it. Yeah. But after being there, bro, and going through, you know, the, the the whole process of the, what do we call that shit? Like the table reads mm-hmm. and hearing everything. Like I learned everybody's parts. I'm not really good with memorization. Mm-hmm. So for one, that's why I've never <laughs> even wanted to do the movies because I'm like, I'm not good with memorization. Yeah. You see, I look down here. I got all these notes on this shit. All I do is look at the topic and then I take off. Mm-hmm. So to have this, bro, to do this, like the camaraderie on set was dope. Mm-hmm. Being behind camera, seeing everything that goes into it is dope. Yeah, Being in front of the I camera. Said. And be like being like having to balance the energy and act a certain way for the scene. It was funny watching mm-hmm. you on set though, uh, in front of the camera for your scene. Yeah, because he almost didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It was like he was sitting there, yeah. and it was just like, okay, th- he's not being normal no. right now. <laughs> but I didn't know how, because I was just sitting there like with my arms, and Jason was like, "Loosen up, bro." He's like, "Do something like that, somebody up." Right, right, and I was right. like, "Well, that wasn't in the script. I don't want to be that nigga on set yeah, with one line." And you shit. like, "Hey, you gotta make, you gotta you make, gotta make this it work." Count. <laughs> Looking all that's in the how, camera. That's how you get that call back. Acting for the like next Terry Crews and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Right, making the pecs move. <laughs> but we got to bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't want to do that, bro. So he was like, yeah, you got to move around. Yeah. So I, this is how out of it I was on set. When the girl came and sat beside me, Ebony was her name. Mm-hmm. I was like, Who, what's going on? And she was like, I'm your girlfriend. I'm like, I got a girlfriend? <laughs> right. Nobody I, told I, me. I told Jason. All I, these table reads and he didn't realize he had a girlfriend they didn't until say the day of. No, because that's not how it was. I, it, it didn't come up like that. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm learning is if you're not a main part mm-hmm. or a main character, you kind of just finesse your own situation. Okay. Like if you have a girlfriend or if I, my lines are just, my lines was just being there. I was just a homeboy at a party mm-hmm. and I chimed in here and there for a guy that I came with or I knew. Okay. That was it. I didn't know that I had a girl. She had her parts, but like when she leaned in, like first of all, she had an arm around me and when I was sitting there, I was like, 
Uh, why does bitch arm around me? <laughs> but she cool, and I knew her. But I, I was like, why is her arm around yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she cra- We started talking, and she cracked the joke, and she was like, "Yo, you know, I'm your girlfriend." Right. Didn't know. You didn't know. Then she put her hand on my knee, and I was like, "How physical are we supposed right, to like, be? Getting? Like, what are we supposed to be doing back here?" You know, what I'm saying? I need to figure this out. And I said, "Hey, let me put my arm around you. That feels more realistic because yeah. she's petite." Uh, but it was just like being on set, bro. Funny. Getting all of that shit in. That sounded like fun though. I did look across mm-hmm. the room and see her because I was just like, you know. I know no, we. You, you know, know me. I'm cool. It's a cool. I was just looking in the back, and I was just like, "Well, this is weird." Right, right. Hey, right. Now I will say <laughs> that experience let me know that I will not be interested in talking to an actor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. not be interested right. in it. Well, you get used to it, depending on the scene, though, right? Yeah. Because some of them folks, well, yeah, it be, yeah. it be. Because like I told you, when she put her hand on my knee, I was just like, okay, uh-huh. this is acting. And when you and when you can, and it was know, all innocent, like right, it was just right. you know good fun, scene. like yeah. Yeah. you knew what was going, laughing on. right after the scene. But I was, mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, I was like, dang, if we were still together, I would kind of like a have a little feeling about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I feel you on that. I've always thought the same thing. Like I couldn't, like I see some of these women, and and I know it's a different situation. That's kind of yeah. their job, but uh, still. <laughs> no, nah, it's a difficult situation to see your, you know, your person kissing on somebody and shit. Yeah, yeah and all yeah. that. But that's only because, in my mind and in my experience, yeah. the, all of those moments are very intimate. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. But yeah. for them, if it's a job, it's not like that. Yo, I just, it's just hard for me. To, it grew on me though, bro. Like when I was in there, like watching the homie Naj do his thing, um, you know, with his scenes with Crystal. Shout out to them too. I was just like, yo, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to tap into an emotion and feel something. And as they were doing their actual scene. It's an intimate scene. It made mm-hmm. me think about intimate moments I've had mm-hmm. with intense fellowships and relationships and like where I was like, I could possibly pull it from. Yeah. You know, and I'm behind you the camera. You gotta be able to pull it from I'm literally behind the camera as he's talking. I'm saying the same shit and I'm like, mm-hmm. and this is how I feel. <laughs> oh, God. And this is how I feel. <laughs> it changes you, like you, you gotta figure it out. You, you know do. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But it was like, I do have a respect for actors and stuff because it's like you me have too, to go yeah. deep and you got to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And imagine so, like those actors who, I mean, just, you know, like to, that, that have those, um, uh, those, like when they're like a real role. Yeah. Like or you got to change your voice. Yeah. yeah. All well, you got to literally change, change your everything. voice and sound like a whole nother person. Nah, man. And even wardrobe, everything. You got to be another person. Yeah. No, but like, I think it was, it, respect for those but guys. it was a good trip too, based off just the uh, principle. Like we were out, like she kind of networked a lot more. That was something I told her. Like I know the first day we were there, she was just kind of chilled. And I was like, yo, like she warmed up and it was like to see her in her element and yeah. like interacting with everybody. I think it was just a whole thing. You got something to say? I don't know if you working or what, what's going on? No, I was just trying to make sure he was going to tell that story. Right. Cause the first night during my warm up, mm-hmm. he was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> It was and just because you was just chill. Yeah. I know you yeah, have to fill I in, have but to yeah, you ease into yes. it. But it's but, an experience, man. Yeah. For me, it's just an experience like to to be there. Like I felt like I saw a lot of those people on set and mm-hmm. other shows. Yeah. But this time it was like just a connection with them. It felt like family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it was just great being out there, man. Um we had some street hecklers. Oh yeah. That's street hecklers. Well, we came out of the um we came out of the lobby at the hotel. I'm talking about the New York guys. Like Oh, okay. She was like, yo, they, you know, they were staring at her in the hotel. And I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. We walk out, they still staring. And she was like, why are they fucking staring? It was like two guys. Uh-huh. So I like just kind of, you know, looked. And when I looked, 
the New York, he just looked at me and he was like kind of froze and he was just like, what's good, buddy? <laughs> you know, and he had that strong New York accent and I was like, what's good? Is that what he told it? What's yeah. good, buddy? Yeah, like, what's what good, buddy? But he, it was like it was real, in a New York it was like accent, a deep, though. deep, like it Ita- he was Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like a <laughs> oh, okay. deep, yeah, it was like a deep New York accent. But you know, up in New York, Italian niggas love and fuck with black women mm. and all of that shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like they were staring because they were attracted to her. Right. And I guess they was trying to do it like not bothering me, but I'm like, oh, we was good. Yeah. So we ended up having a full blown conversation with them and it was like, what y'all doing tonight and I was like nah we going to uh, hang out grab some dinner with some people you know we was here to shoot a movie mm-hmm. and um, he kind of gave a weird look he was like what kind of movie mm-hmm. I was like it wasn't porn yeah. you know what I'm saying and he was like whoa you guys are sick we weren't even thinking like you know they just <laughs> yeah they crazy they crazy they, they bro. Some storytellers yeah. too but we ended up talking to them and chopping it up with them and yeah. um, it was good because it was like talking to you know just talking to some people off the street mm-hmm. I hate doing that you Me do too. I do like just random like when it's random because I'm good at it is why I hate it okay I, I, I track oh, okay. it yeah. I don't like small talk so yeah. that's difficult for me yeah. like. but it turned into a good conversation because it was weird because they did keep staring at her like I literally caught this he nigga. was taking my picture uh-huh. yeah. and they were looking at me over his shoulder yeah. so oh. I was like okay what's going on and then first to walk outside and then they still just be staring mm-hmm. if he hadn't looked the way he did they probably wouldn't have said nothing and the night would have just went on yeah. and I would have been okay with that so but, did you did you engage in conversation too? A little bit yeah, here did. and there, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But I just look. That. I just literally all I did was look because she was just like he keeps staring at me. <laughs> you know how you make that side look like damn nigga. Right. So right, I just right. like oh, I'm gonna go ahead and look. Soon as I you look, know, in Chicago, w- you're not supposed to make no eye contact. I didn't you, know what is there a rule talk about shit. it yes. yeah I heard oh, that I heard oh, from okay. when I was a young kid <laughs> okay they was like yo if you in certain parts of Chicago they was like especially if you're a woman they was like if a nigga look you in your eye do not look him in his eye because. <laughs> He at that point he considers you his, oh, and he like gosh. and they pimping motherfuckers out. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, well, in my mind, I was like, I can't see nobody walking up to her yeah. and make locking eyes, and be like, yo, bitch, you work right, for me you now. Mine. Like, yeah, you mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, go in the corner, go right. in the alley, throw this on. <laughs> <laughs> they got a long road ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get to work. <laughs> they bitch. trying to put me to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got to drug this bitch. <laughs> she ain't about to do no street yeah, work. Yeah, that's some wild shit. Bro. But I heard that shit like okay. literally a long time ago, and it's crazy, bro. That that shit was like that. But crazy. Chicago was amazing. It was another one where these two black guys were coming around the corner. We were walking downtown, going to oh, breakfast. Yeah. And she got long legs. So when she walking, she gone. She so gone. I'm just, out of there. I was like, yo, you going to have to learn how to mosey. Cause, uh, I try I to mosey. mosey on it's, it's difficult. I can't keep up with that shit. So it was two black dudes coming around the corner and I saw them. They was looking at both of us, sizing us up. And I had my shades on. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys was like, y'all look like y'all ain't even together. I said, cause we ain't nigga. <laughs> what the fuck like why are you watching us like what 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 the hell y'all look y'all like y'all ain't even together yeah. we not nigga <sighs> and that's why I, that's why I was saying people that want to talk to you but yeah. they don't know what to don't say because I mean you could have just spoke like you yeah. didn't have to why, why say all that because that? that's weird yeah very that's the uh, east coast shit I felt like I knew Chicago. You know, I watched a lot of Chicago PD, yeah. mm-hmm. Chicago Fire. You know what I'm saying? I, saw, I know you didn't just say that. I'm just saying. I, saw I can't Cis- believe I, he said that. I, I, saw, I, I saw the I Chicago, like I Chicago Bridge. You know. I saw Cicero Road. Like, you know, Hoyt, uh, uh, Lieutenant Hoyt, Sergeant Hoyt. You watched Hoyt. a lot of Bulls games. You know, I watched a lot of Bulls games. I know the surrounding area. You know what I'm saying? I watched the Bears and Justin Fields. I feel like I know Chicago. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Deep dish, <laughs> cheesy Deep pizzas. Dish. Did y'all food? And food, he food. won't. He he food. wouldn't even try it. Harold's what chicken you, is trash, but they said we ate it from the white side of town. So oh, he fucked up. But I, they was like, it's supposed to be seasoning. But when <laughs> we got this, that just, shit was trash. You yeah. didn't even eat catfish. She got three catfish and the and shrimp, and, shrimp. The and shrimp. she ate the shrimp and mm-hmm. then eat the catfish. The Monday, all of this shit's expensive too, like Uber rides. Oh yeah, DoorDash. I spent like literally three hundred dollars. That shit's out of pocket. Should have fucking rented a car. Niggas ain't giving you. No, no, they didn't have any cars There's available. no cars, bro, because, okay. you know, this whole surplus and uh, yes. supply chain issue yes. in America, like, this shit's fucking crazy. Thing, yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. The food, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's jump off the food now. Do y'all not have any, like, no, them them dogs, them hot dogs? No, I still had eaten hot dogs. No, I have not done that in Chicago yet. The beef joints, I mean, I heard that they do. I, I had the pizza. I never had the hot dog. We didn't even go back to Jacques Grill. No, we didn't. And I'm I mad like about how you that. pronounce that. Jacques yeah. Grill. I'm mad about that. <laughs> I forgot about it, but that was when we stayed in Hyde Park last time. Yeah, mm. but we still could have. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. thinking about it. But I yeah. mean, the whole the Chicago thing was really all about the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was wake that. up, get there, mm-hmm. do this, do that. I did that every day. Yo, yeah. we met this he little was... kid. Got to talk about the homie JJ. I, oh, um, yeah. The first scene we went to, it was a high rise in mm-hmm. downtown Chicago. Beautiful view. Um, black couple. I'm telling you, it felt like some Chicago PD shit. No lie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, Detective Voight. Oh, God. Hoyt, let me in. Let me in. Nah, but for real, we went in there. They had a little boy named JJ, bro. And I'm like, dang, it's dope. You don't really see people have a family in the inner city, especially mm-hmm. a lot here. Yeah. So them raising their kid there, they was like, he's eight years old. It was like the nigga speak three languages. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. This nigga, like, he, what did he say? He, she, his mom said he don't know what he want to do. He just know he want to be famous. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all he want to do. He wanna so when we had all the, the cameras in there and the, all that, you know, technical top notch shit, you know, they let him do, you know, help do the cut, you know, and then mm-hmm. it, the name of the movie was different. But I can't say the name of the movie right yeah. now. But that nigga said something totally different. We was like, that's not how you say that. Right. That nigga still said the way he want to say it. <laughs> when you got boom mics on set, you uh-huh. can't do certain things. His house was the set. So he still felt like, this is my this house, my house yeah. so everybody was like JJ shh this nigga got a chip <laughs> the set director said no JJ that nigga said <laughs> ain't that bitch like bitch you're in my house I like that and then grabbed another chip yeah, as the he... bag ruffled and walked off into his room you know, but that's then you realized why he was acting the way yeah he, he was, was acting, acting all crazy and he was doing shit that I would do and mm-hmm. then he, doing shit what, that you would do that I would do bro like he was acting like me like mm-hmm. even on set when he was doing shit when he would do something good he was like you know, looking at me to myself, yeah, we doing a good job. Yeah. Like, like, nigga, you not paid to be here. Right. <laughs> he was looking like I'm doing the camera behind the scenes. And he was like, well, what's this? What's that? He's like, let me hold it. I was like, this is some pretty expensive shit. I yeah. can't just give you this man's uh-huh. camera. This nigga twisting the lens and shit. I was like, all right. And so <laughs> you got to chill out, bro. And I don't know. I think I asked him. I said, so how old are you? He told me how old he was. I said, when your birthday? He said, October 22nd. I said, get the fuck out of here. His daddy looked at me. He's like, yeah. I said, he got the same birthday as me. Mm. I had never met it. Like, so when I told him, he was, you know, he just got stoked. Mm-hmm. And nigga lost his shit from there. <laughs> I couldn't tell him nothing no. the rest of the night. I like that. So, I like kids like that. But yeah, it was. We got to raise our kids to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it was important for him to be on set, bro, because it was like, he got to see, like, you want to be famous. Mm-hmm. You're this around the videos, the camera, you're yes. around all this shit. Shout out to, like I say, Jason and Rich to mm-hmm. let him be on set, to yeah, let him, you know, do the cut and say oh, certain yeah. things and say, you know, quiet on the set, act, you know, and let him do Did action. He do the, the- yeah, mm-hmm. well, he didn't do that. Another guy was doing it, but he would say, like, read the right, scenes. before they did it. Before okay. they did it. You nice. know what I'm saying? Nice. So it was just like giving him that experience. And I was looking at him and I was like, he'll never forget this shit. Ever. Mm-hmm. He ever. will that's, never forget this shit. Being beautiful. on a real live movie set at eight years old, mm-hmm. bro, having 
having these types of experiences, yeah. living in a high rise, overlooking whatever, going to private school, learning all these languages, mm-hmm. bro. That's how you set your fucking child up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm excited, guys. When I, when I saw him and I was just like, you know, and seeing his wife and seeing old dude and they both were cool. They weren't, you know, snub, stuck up and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. This is a vibe here. This is what Everybody is. here, like even Jason with him directing on set, like he never belittled anybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm everybody saying? Everybody was really supportive. Everybody, anything. If somebody you had need. a good scene or they mm-hmm. finally got it right. Yeah. It was like, oh, you clapping. Did, yeah. It was like a football player scoring a touchdown in mm-hmm. your team room for you. Like the shit was dope. Did they dance after scenes? They would do certain yeah, things. Yeah, we would yeah. do certain shit. Like, it's going to be a lot of shit, a lot of that stuff coming out. That's why I said I was there to catch a lot yeah, of that shit. But yeah, it's yeah. like, like seeing, like, I get, I think it's seeing all these moving parts. Mm-hmm. Camera, light crew, behind the scenes, director, yeah. production person, set person, somebody that's holding the shit, all the way down to the smallest job of somebody bringing food. Mm-hmm. All that shit matters. It mm-hmm. all matters. When you're on set and you're doing that, like if, if the director ain't got no food and niggas start getting grouchy, <laughs> taking it out on other people. If he take, like everything. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. everything rolls into one. Yeah. You think it's something small, but it's like there's no small part wow. in making a project yeah. that's about really just the people on the screen. Mm-hmm. But it took 40 people behind the scenes to, to bring that, that shit to happen. Yes, indeed. They don't know that about that. That's the, that's the biggest thing bro I, you know what I like my kids are in like theater and stuff like that and yeah. that's what they're learning too because my daughter she's usually a performer but she's like you know dad I want to work behind the scenes like I yeah. want to do the curtain and this and that because that stuff is just as important it's just and, as and important it's, it's hard bro. as learning these lines yeah. and shit I and like, ti- okay and, I like that and the timing that they have on set it's a timing behind set like mm-hmm. even when I was waiting for my line it was one time where I literally yeah. forgot like I was sitting there I was in the scene and they was going back and forth and I'm like oh yeah, it's your yeah. turn. And then it got quiet, and I was like, "Oh!" And <laughs> that was my "Don't embarrass me" moment. Yeah. Like, the same way you did me yeah. in California. Yeah. Did, you, did you? Did you pull them aside? I was like, "Look now," because <laughs> I was just sitting there like a dunce. I was like, "He's yeah, going they, back and forth, looking at yeah, everybody." Yeah, else. I was like, no, oh, it's your cool. turn. Yeah, my bad. And Hit that one line, and that's never his issue. Like not having something to say. Right. Yeah. All right, Frank. Pick a side again. I'm just saying. Pick man. A side. That's why I couldn't figure it out. Well, before we close this episode and roll over into the next one, man, we do have to talk about the shopping laws in Chicago. Okay. I fell in love with Levi's store. Okay. I, you know, I went there, did a little shopping, you know what I'm saying, bought myself something, and we're getting ready to check out, and it's like, you just hear this little chatter, mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay. It gets low, and it's like, okay, it's a disagreement. You know how you ear hustle? Yeah. You mm-hmm. depict the scene. Yeah, you pay attention. But, but, but yeah. without even looking. I went looking. over there so I could get the scoop. Yeah, without even looking, it's just like, <laughs> what's going on? Okay, I hear a white man talking. Mm-hmm. I hear a black man that's like, nigga, stop talking to me. And I hear another black woman. So I look up. And I and, say, come on, it's time to go, because he just said he about to call the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that It was a black dude in there. He was just literally going rack to rack, mm-hmm. grabbing clothes mm-hmm. that he wanted. Right. And he was trying to walk out of the store oh. with the stuff in his hand oh. with two people looking at him oh. telling him no the white dude was blocking him blocking him blocking the black dude went over to steal the shit. just trying to steal the shit so okay. I asked the lady I said what are y'all gonna do at the register she's checking me I said what are y'all gonna do about this she's like this is how calm she was ma'am lady I'm panicking this nigga's yeah, about yeah. to steal he's getting away with free shit mm-hmm. what are y'all gonna do with this nothing there's nothing we can do no she said oh he comes in all the time yeah but she said nothing what he comes in all the time and does this he just takes what he wants and he walks right out the store because (laughs) by Chicago law you cannot stop a patron from stealing and walking out of the store you can't put your hands on him and you can't chase him all you can do is call the police what that nigga she said he comes every other week and takes some shit 
like old buddy and come to two America. whole fits. <laughs> two whole fits, bro. And just left. Yeah. And something in my heart was like, just try it. You don't even live here. Like, <laughs> just try it. You don't live here. What? That was what she picked up from the story was that he could do the same thing. Did the Popo show up? No. no, not while we were there. No, and she said he comes in all the time. Comes in all the time. Mm-hmm. They, they knew, like, they knew that nigga by face. Shit? No, mm-hmm. they knew that nigga by face. <laughs> oh, as soon as he walked in, she said he does this all the time. So I went back the next day because I really oh. like Levi's store. Bought some other stuff. I said, did he come back today? She said, no, not today. And she was smiling. She was like, it'll probably be next week when we do our stock up. This wow, nigga, they wait. They and. Uh, that's what it was not one like time y'all gonna want to have a no. huh? Was y'all on like a mall or something? No, it's just like a side strip. Yeah, yeah, like Michigan Avenue, I think it was. Yeah, just down there, and they could just walk right out the store. That's wild. Went into the crowd, but it literally made me want to steal me a fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. If, can I get away with this? I mean, shit? Levi's ain't just cheap shit. No, they're not. So like when I was Levi's. shouting, I was like, "Yo, I'm getting that shit." I'm like, "Damn, you buy some jeans." No, nah, I got like some shirts and some hats. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, some dad hats. Yeah, I got plenty. I got. I wear the same pants all week. Yeah, I will too. Yeah. I will too. I go through them, but you know, change my shirt. Yeah, but girls can't do that shit. They no, they can't. Pants no, no, with no, no, the no. ass out, the ass smelling like booty. Nah, you know, like nah, I think mean, nah, booty nah. is ass and ass yeah, is no, booty. No, no, no. Yeah, but you don't like want your no jeans pants. smelling like booty. Nah, hell no. You know what I'm saying? They she's just sitting in the back of the motherfuckers, husky up. He said husky. Not us. You got a you got a racetrack out there, bitch. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Hold up, I remember, quick story. <laughs> quick story about about chicks with tight jeans and panties. Woo. So there was this, you know, white dudes is crazy. Yeah. So I remember this white dude. We worked. We were selling cars and shit. And this chick, this new chick, came in. And she had like super tight panties. Yeah. And she had like, uh, <laughs> you could see yeah. her pants and her panties was bad tight. Yeah. So he's like, pushing her booty out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, like, man, I bet she got a racetrack in her drawers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nigga like, say, what kind of visual we say that, so bro? much inappropriate shit, oh, so bro. much. Oh my god! If you could girls be a fly could, the wall, I'm saying girls can be around niggas because everything no. is sexualized. Everything. And niggas, but the thing about it is, some niggas are so sexualized. You ever been around a creeper where that oh, nigga say something you like? like Yo, hey, that's some weird hey, shit, bro. That's some rapey shit, my nigga. <laughs> that's some uh, wild shit. It is. Before we get out of here, what are your thoughts on Dave Chappelle shit, bro? The gays, what, man. Well, you know, okay. Come on, so man. This is, well, my thought is this. You can't have everything. Listen, my thought is this. Um, you know, when it comes to <laughs> Dave Chappelle, I don't know how deep we're going to get into this. Maybe we roll it over. But, um, you know, at some point, you got to, at some point, freedom of speech needs to be respected. Respected. That's mm-hmm. all. You know, freedom of speech needs to be respected. If that's his views based on, because Dave Chappelle now they're just telling jokes. Yes. He's talking about life experiences and shit that's and happened he ain't to even him. saying nothing derogatory. That's if you what I'm saying. If, if you, you watch, watch it, the skit, I don't yeah. think they watch it. They just even took that one clip, because that's the part that I saw on the news. Yeah. But when I watched it in its entirety, I didn't have a problem with anything no. that he said. yeah. And even if you, because but did you see the the they had I guess they were having a rally yeah. and a, and, a, and a and a white dude had took we love day yeah. they took yeah. his sign they said he had a weapon yeah I was yeah. like what is it's going so on crazy, people bro. say shit I don't agree with all the time all the time but it's okay but this like, is the thing this is you the know thing what? too we bro talk about something when we go to the next no one keep about, we can keep rolling right now this. we're okay. fine but it's just all like right. I, I I this is the thing you have LGBT community comedians uh huh and they're talking about right heterosexuals and you don't hear us over here talking about some ouch Ooh, yeah 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 ugh. you can't say that you can't say that say what the fuck I mean, say what you want to say these dudes like jokes are funny people that's all yeah. I mean cause that's really all it is bro it's like don't take that shit so serious now I understand it may be somebody out there who's affected by these jokes right and they have this little yes. thing when you pick up this little black 
Try like rectangle thing and it got a red button with a circle and it's called an off button. Right. <laughs> Turn your shit off. You Turn it off. And mind your fucking business exactly. somewhere else. Yeah, that those jokes aren't for you if yeah. they offend you. And this ain't me gay bashing. And this no. ain't me oh, saying no, nothing. No, and if you unfollow all. me or stop listening, guess what? I ain't making really nothing off this motherfucker no way, so I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Don't be here. I'm doing this shit because I want to. But the thing is, like, when it comes to this situation, like, it's just a microcosm of everything else. Bruh. But th- this is the world that we live in, though, where motherfuckers mm-hmm. feel like they can cancel a everything. Everything. You you can't. Like I said, so if, if you have if you're in the spotlight, you're an entertainer or whatever yeah. it is and you see motherfuckers getting canceled all the yeah. time, do you really have free speech? Yeah. You ain't got you know, you mm-hmm. ain't trying to fuck up your money because you're like, yo, these motherfuckers are straight up cancel me and yeah. it's certain individuals who can get canceled or not necessarily it's certain groups that yes. if you talk about them you get canceled but other groups you say whatever the fuck you want ain't nobody come, gonna say shit come on man I'ma play devil's advocate man John <laughs> Gruden I'm John, I'm John yeah, I'm, yeah we gotta go with I'm, the John I'm, Gruden I'm we John, gotta go into it come on Teasy cause we come talked on, about Teasy. this you throw John Gruden on the table you know I'm just gonna talk about the part where he talked about where you Hit me up and you was Michelin like tie. Michelin tie. The nigga said, and I looked at his lips and I was like, "This nigga lips is big. big lips. He got big lips. He do got Michelin tie lips. You know what I'm saying? It's just like back in the day when people used to be like, oh, some people would be like Michelle Obama kind of looked like a monkey uh, on the yeah. And I'm like, I mean, in some eh, pictures, you squint. Yeah. I mean, you might see it. I mean, that no, don't mean she ugly. But no, I mean, but listen, I'm not saying she's ugly. It doesn't make no. It's not terrible example. A certain man, come on, you can't. Look at certain people and say that certain certain people don't look like certain animals. Right. Doesn't mean that they're not Eddie attractive. That's, come who? Eddie Lacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about him. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, somebody may look at me and think whatever. Some people look at you sometimes, be like, oh, by your nose, I can tell you Nigerian. Oh, oh yeah. by whatever. I mean, I like we all time. have distinctive Nigerian. traits mm-hmm. that make okay. us look like something. Mm-hmm. Not everything is a slight. Demers, and this is the thing about black people. Okay. How many times do we sit them. up in our talk own homes, them. bro? We talk about white people. Oh, talk say, about them. Say shit about their lips. Talk about their skin being bad. They aging old. You know what I'm saying? We not, not some shit that we would act. It's it, and this is the thing. This is the we ain't racist. Artizia, I want you to. I want you to chime in because I do have yeah. something to say. But I don't want this to appear as this is a, a sports conversation between me and Anthony. It's not. Oh, it's quite all right. I mean, right. F- as as a whole, I don't know too much about that because mm-hmm. I don't follow sports like that. But I will say, I think the world has gotten too sensitive, and a lot of stuff that people bring to the forefront. It's been going on for I don't know how long. For a long time. But just now, because it can be tracked via email, social media, yes, whatever, yes. people are not allowed to truly be themselves. But think about right. this, though. Have you not said something? Oh, but listen, I But let me finish, though. Time, but have right. you not said something between me and you to where I know who you are, we know who you are, yeah. but if the wrong person heard it, somebody right. who doesn't know time. you here, they, it's just like going in somebody's phone, like we talked about, and oh, reading God. a message that you can misinterpret because yes. you All don't understand. Time. And that's the part context. of the reason it's why context. I don't like to be in the forefront because mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier for people to be like, oh, we like you today. We don't like you yeah, tomorrow. Right. And pick and choose. Yeah. And they don't even know the complete story. Right. So, so, so my problem is this. And, and I'm just going to talk to to the camera. And uh, I'm talking <laughs> to white people. I'm talking to black people. Yeah. I'm talking to heterosexuals, homosexuals, whatever the whatever. fuck you in. There's going to be some people that just say, for instance, I'm a black man. There's probably gonna, there's probably some white people that I know Bruh. that say nigga and all type of derogatory of black shit. shit behind my back, yes, right, and will never say it to my face because they got respect for me because they scared whatever it is. Yeah, but if it comes out ten years from now that they said the shit, yeah, I don't necessarily want to put the racist term on, on that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference between I was talking to my sister about this. There's a difference between a racist 
and a fucking bigot. And some people say shit to free themselves of a moment. Mm. Just like I said, when you be like, when you, if you may not say it to me on the phone, but when you hang up, you be like, you bitch ass oh, yeah. nigga. Right. I, no, I, I would never like, that's that's that energy. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You I don't think yeah. you ain't never, never hung up with a white you. bill collector or a white person getting on your nerves or a white person honky. that works. You be like, you fucking cracker ass bitch. So what makes don't think they don't do it either. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. And it doesn't make them a bad person. Is that the wrong thing to say? It's just harder for them no because mm-hmm. we know the historical context of that of word. It, Spider, Spider said this shit three, 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 uh, three episodes ago. He was like, crack ain't really that derogatory. Because mm-hmm. none of these words have controlled them or been used as mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. But we That's do the same shit, way. but we throw on the motherfucking stone. But it's it's weird to me to think like when this whole John Gruden situation, because basically what he did, he's a head football coach. Mm-hmm. You know who he is? Yeah. So so he didn't he didn't say and, I, and I'm not yeah, and I'm not saying that it's okay. Right. So people hear this. But but Facts. what I am what I am saying is this. If you pull my emails from 10 years ago, now, granted, I don't call nobody no faggots or no this and mm-hmm. that, but I guarantee you there's something that you could find and yeah. something that I sent 10 years ago and use it against me today. Everybody's in that situation. And you're not even the same person. Right. Yeah. And I'm not even the same per- situation. Yeah. So, but when you say, okay, well, John Gruden, I mean, because they gave him the whole thing. They said that he said some racist terms, some misogynistic terms, some homophobic he terms. Did the, he, he went down the list. He, he went checked down, it he, off. He checked it all <laughs> he, off. A nuke bomb. Now, right. Now, the thing is, you know, uh, did he deserve to lose his job not necessarily but if he kept his job I'm saying he didn't deserve to lose his job because of he did that yeah. mm-hmm. but if he kept his job it would have been very difficult for that organization to move forward knowing that motherfucker who thinks like that yeah. is yeah. in place you gotta deal with all these 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 uh, people of color on your damn team but, check but this I don't out. think he's a racist but check mm-hmm. this out I don't I, even playing devil's advocate again I can't even say I'm firing him because look at the teachable moment in this mm-hmm. right put Suspe- that motherfucker on fire suspend this nigga Leave him out there. Let the news run him amok. Mm-hmm. Bring him back, and still have to change the culture of your team. You, now it's and on if, you. And now it's on you. It's on you. And if you can win your teammates' trust, black and white, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's white dudes in there. Because that, now you got to do something. Yeah. Now you got white dudes in there that that you know Carl Nesbitt or the gay dude, and you got right, these exactly. dudes in yes, that locker room yes. that you got to say, "I fucked up." Right. This is a teachable moment. America will never learn because all they did was gave him an out, really. That's bro. what I'm saying. They but made that, it easy for this nigga. He's still rich. Right. He's still well known. And, and if he, by six years, he can get another job. He's going to be right back on the side. They sideline. did him a favor. It might not even be six they years. They did him a favor, bro. But if yeah. you would have left him there and he had. It's like if I che- Like if me and her were married with kids and I cheated on her. The easy way out is to never have to see my kids and wife again. Right. Mm-hmm. The hard thing is to make it better knowing they don't like me right now. But it's a point where you got to continuously did. prove yourself on deaf ears at first. And get past the deaf ears for them to say, you know what? He suffered enough. Yeah. And when they forgive you, then you can truly start again. You can now he got a whole organization that just don't fuck with it. And not, no, 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 not just a whole organization, but a whole, at, now a whole Raider world Nation. that says, yeah. oh, when you yeah. motherfuckers hear John Gruden, there was Tie about, his name to this. Right, about five years ago, yeah. when you heard John Gruden, all you heard was like really good shit. Good shit. But now, yeah. You're going to hear a lot of That's shit, how like negative hear, shit associated. Really yeah. quick, I know we talk about like movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Have y'all motherfuckers watched, like based on what you just said about like being a man who cheated and, you know, the ramifications of the kids and all that. Have y'all seen Collateral Damage on Netflix? Will Smith? Yeah, I watched it a long time ago when it first uh, yeah. came out. I mean, I'm like Collateral Beauty. I'm sorry. Yeah, Collateral I watched Beauty. it when it first yeah. came out. A long time ago. That's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It is a really good That's movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah. It, wasn't a, it wasn't one of his overly hyped movies, but nah. it was one of his better acting. I just seen yeah. it the other day, and I was very impressed yeah. by it. It's it's a good it stuck movie. with me. Yeah. It stuck with me. I can't remember Beauty. the context, but... Yeah, because I watched it so long You need ago. to... Look, okay, please. What's happening the context, though, again? No, 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 no. No, because I've already seen it, but like it'll come back to me if you just tell me like the premise of it. Okay, well, he was... He had... I can't remember the brother's name. I mean 
name, the, the other dude's name. But anyway, he, he was in a movie. Um, he and this, this, this white dude, they own a company. Um, he lost his daughter. Yeah. Right. And he basically like they were trying to move on. Yeah. But he was kind of stuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was fucking with the dominoes yeah. and shit every day. Wasn't talking to yeah, nobody. Wasn't talking to nobody. Right. And so then they they hired some actors to come because he was he wrote letters to death. Yes. Wrote mm-hmm. letters to time. Yeah, that's what it was. Wrote letters yeah. to love. And then he they hired actors to be those people yeah. to answer his letters. Letters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm saying you should. That shit was dope. Yeah. Watch yeah. I know it. That shit was dope. And it's it's very yeah. emotional. And a lot of it stayed with me. You should watch it again. Yeah. I think you'd be very impressed. But that's the thing, man. You catch some things. And you Especially learn some at things. This age. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think it, it's a lot of people always be like, "Yo, I would want to be younger. I wouldn't want to be younger, bro. I'm 39. Nah, I'm, I'm one more year close yeah, to 40. Man. But the thing about it is, we're getting older and we're still young, mm-hmm. and we have all the knowledge right. that we need. We're like at this age, as we talk about learning. Yes, we're still learning. We're yes, oh, every learning day. to do things every better. Day. We're learning to be better people. But you're better equipped. Yeah. You can't tell me like me being in a financial situation in my 20s was a, a, a like even my early 30s it was like fuck right. sometimes you didn't know what to do mm-hmm. but even in a financial situation if you know your situation and you understand it's just a situation mm-hmm. not a lifetime right. then you'll be like all right, and in a few weeks, maybe a month, I'll be in a better position mm-hmm. to where you don't even fret. Right. It's kind of like walking through a scary house knowing what's going to pop out. Mm-hmm. It looks scary, but I already know where the holes are. I know right. who's going to mm-hmm. jump out here with a, 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 a chainsaw, whatever the case exactly. may be. And you, you know the motherfucker ain't going to kill you. And, life, <laughs> and those are life experiences. You've right. been through them before to where now you're like, well, see, So I say, well, you just dropped a bar right there, so I don't want to just, just, just smooth past it. There's a difference between your life yeah. and your life situation. Yeah. Life situation is momentary. It's, yeah. it's not permanent. Yeah. Your life is permanent. For sure. You know, sometimes we we deal with life situations and we looking at our whole life like, oh, my shit is over. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, no, for real. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's in no, the moment. And it, it definitely does feel like that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, man. We're going to take a quick break. I think we're just going to make this a full episode. Um, what song? What, 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 what you gonna do for him with this? Yeah, what's man, the group? Tribe Called Quest. He said, "What's the group? Don't disrespect." <laughs> I, I'm not, Thirty years of hip hop, no, bro. Not trying to thirty. I, I couldn't remember the name. Nigga, of the, the hip hop older than you, bro. But, but but coming up next on the show, we're gonna talk about <laughs> domestic violence. Um, any personal experiences? How do you feel about oh, it? Anything God, you know? Man, anything you, you know about it? Ooh. With October also being yeah. domestic violence month, okay. we're also gonna talk about a Google statistic saying men emotionally mature at forty three. And women at 32. What the fuck does that say about oh, I love believe, for y'all motherfuckers? I believe that shit. And more. Spider, cue the motherfucker. Drop it. Music. Hey, yo. We was having a ball. And, you know, they asked me to get on the mic. And they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? I kind of like 2020. Like, I like the 2020 like, look. Bro, when I'm old, like me being older, I wouldn't want to be uh, my younger self. You yeah. look back at your younger self, you'd be like, nigga, I was goofy in a bitch. Oh, yeah, I love it. You got to look up there sometimes and be like, hey, man, I look too old. <laughs> like, I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of cool. I'm hoping my hair goes completely white. You wanted to be solid gray? Yeah, man. I'm man. already super white. Why shit. not go white mm-hmm. with the hair? I got white and my shit popping up all in my the middle of my like, head. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing with this? Nothing. Just, letting it be. Yeah, because I'm like, shit. Let me figure it all out. Hey, we gotta, we gotta. We, oh yeah, what was we start back on? Something about nasty women bathrooms. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna tell you. I tell motherfuckers this shit all the time because you know people do when you when you at a job when you're in an office you always deal with office relationships and shit uh, like that. Yes. The best way 
to address that shit is to make unisex bathrooms. Because when dudes go in the bathroom, see how nasty oh, yeah, these chicks bro. are, That's they ain't going to want to fuck with them. That's true. <laughs> make them shits unisex. I don't know, I don't know why, but the women's restroom is always the worst. Because y'all some nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It is it's very so disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, because you be Especially going in behind like, somebody that's like ooh, bad as fuck. Ooh. And you be like, oh, they got that shit together. They look them be the worst. One. I don't oh, even baby. know who's on this floor today. That might be left from yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, that's even worse. worse. <laughs> Rank pussy bitches. That's terrible. Rank. That's it's terrible. some bad. Day. Like she say, some of the Flush baddest bitches. Shit. You be like, come on, man. Yeah. I done told a story about me. I done had one girl. I was fucking with this one chick. Yo, bro. I'm telling you, dog. Like <laughs> this shit was so bad. Like the smell. Just like, come on. Hygiene. And people's come breath. On, like I had a homeboy. Oh. We ain't cool no more. But like, I remember he was dating this girl. <laughs> And I rem- I knew how bad his breath was. And I'm just like, how, how? are these bitches how? kissing this nigga? You ever been around some? This is how when no, this, no, yeah, yeah. these are some yeah. of the things when you know your person breath stank. When you're driving in the car and the window's oh. up and it smell like Ooh. a dental office. You gotta put, you, like somebody you in gotta that bitch working on a root canal right now. It's Ooh, like, come on, baby. son. Like somebody sucking on somebody, dry teeth. Somebody stuff. Somebody like, come on, mom, man. What, say what that nigga say? Ball? What that nigga say on C? This nigga smelling like guy bones. Like, come on, man. Like, bruh. That's and I tough. remember people be kissing and I'm like, I had a, I had a, uh, a chick like that. It's and, and it didn't go any further yeah. because of that. Yeah. And I, I was like, damn, we can only be friends. I can't kiss this chick. Yeah, breast thing. And she was cool, you know? I, dude, holding the secrets of your friends is a thing. Like, I'm talking about this dude with rank breath. I never forget one time I was like, yo, let me use your phone. And I guess this nigga <laughs> left his thing up where it was like he sent a dick pic to a girl. So, like, when he gave it to me, he had went off. And I was just like, <laughs> he's sending this little shit? Oh, wow. Hey, this what you said? Why is the disrespect? To Come on, man. Head? Don't nobody else know who it is. You know who it is. But don't nobody else know who it is. But I remember I was just like, this little shit. This little shit. You ain't even get it right for Come on, man. You got to get it right Come first. Come on, man. I mean, it's a picture. I, I mean, mean like maybe that picture. was right for him. Yeah, no, it was right first. I, I, I mean, I may not be gay, but I know the difference up, between a little dick and a hard dick. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Some people's are growers and showers. Oh God, he ain't <laughs> showing up. Growers and showers. Yeah, you know my my uh, my cousin hit me to that when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Some people are growers or showers," and I was like, "What the fuck you mean?" She's like, "Some people are shower. He may be eight inches, nine inches. He's that before he gets hard, and it just gets hard. It just gets hard. And then you got a dude who may just be four or five right. inches, and he grows to nine when he gets. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I'm a grower. Yeah, I'm definitely a grower. <laughs> I don't even want to be walking around with my whole shit like that. I, me- I remember there was a, there was a red man song, and I was like, oh shit, that's me. He said. Yeah. He said, I think he says when my dick's small or something like that, but when 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 it gets grown, it's like as big as a Titanic. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's me, because that's just mad little. <laughs> you know? Like that's just mad little if, but if you, know, you just see it. And think like, about, yo, you, Frank, you ain't working with nothing. Think, I'm like, nah, think give about, it a minute. But thinking about being but that's the thing. Think about being a man, bro. Oh, I know. Being a man and think about being a man and coming into that, understanding and knowing mm-hmm. your body. Yeah, I've been telling yeah. her that, like when oh, her son yeah. coming old, I'm like, yeah. you gotta be prepared for this stuff because I was like, he may be challenged. Like, he playing basketball now, he playing on the varsity. Team. When he taking showers, he may see something that's like, "Yo, why I ain't like my that?" My shit ain't long, you like know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's I what he gonna say. That's what he gonna say. It caught me off guard. I was messing with my boy the other day. He got a little head out. I'm like, yeah. "Yo, look at you, boy! You got a yeah, little head bro. out there, boy! I need to check you off." Man, I remember being in football, bro. And I remember this one guy, bro. I saw this nigga. He was sitting up chilling one day, and I was just like, "Yo, my shit ain't small." But I saw this nigga. I said, "Damn, yo, okay." He had so a little button. Yeah. 
We all got a huh? story. Yeah, no, I'm no. I, yeah, I did tell her. It was one guy that did have like a little button dick. Like it was just like. <laughs> no, I'm just speaking in general. There's just, a lot of guys yeah. that's just a little button oh, dick. Oh my. Yeah, it's just like a little head and balls, and it's like ooh. But there was another guy, and I was just like, yo, he needs to put that up. Yes. Yeah, Tape stop. it to his leg. Do something with that thing. I think all of us guys, especially, have a story where we would we we question ourselves. Yeah. So in my situation, I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. It was in the bathroom yeah. with uh, this dude named Aladdin. I'll never forget. Okay. Now he was he had stayed back a couple of times, so he, he was a little genie. older. You know, he, he had no cheat. <laughs> he didn't have a, cake, a carpet either. Oh, monkey. But but I just happened, you know, and this is the thing. Like I could I don't have to say no homo or nothing like yeah. that. No, because you know what it is, yeah. But but sometimes when you're in the bathroom with a guy, or just in the bathroom, period, yeah. sometimes you just catch us. You, you catch, just catch yeah. shit. Yeah, you get it. And I caught this nigga shit and I was like, God damn, man. Like, I felt inadequate <laughs> yeah. for a second. You know what I mean? His I was name, in fifth grade, though. His name was Aladdin. His name was Aladdin. Mm. That yeah, nigga probably had Aladdin. a monkey around his waist. <laughs> 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 this motherfucker made me feel inadequate for it. At least I started getting some pussy. I was but like, this, oh, I'm good. But this is the thing, though, bro. When But the locker room is one of the most, like, freeing places, though. Really? In what way? The reason being is, like, think about the men. Who, most of the men, if you work out at the gym, even in football, when you playing, like, sports and shit, it's the dude with the smallest dick who always is out there. <laughs> it's niggas with who got hang time to be covering their shit That's up. That's true. Oh. They ain't trying to. They, they ain't trying to. But it's like, I was concerned because, like you said, my son, he... Um, is in, on varsity yeah. now so he's been going early and I was wondering I was like why do you have on all these clothes because he'll put on like his basketball clothes yeah. under his school clothes mm-hmm. and he said I don't like to be out like this yeah. in the locker room like yeah. he just wants to go in there take his clothes off and he just walk he out he's ready to go that's put the shoes it. on yeah. that's it Oh, that makes me feel yeah. Good. yeah, because not being funny, when I played football, I showered in my boxes. I wasn't yeah, the only kids, guy. That's what kids is doing. Yeah. Showered in your boxes? Like, I would get under the, like, I would I would bring two pair of boxes or whatever I would play back, you know, when I, like, mm-hmm. my tights or whatever. So I would literally shower, mm-hmm. let the water run over me, take my soapy towel, go in there and get rub get my shit. I mean, you can see a print anyway in anything that you're wearing when the water hits. It's just about not being naked yeah. around a bunch of dudes. Right. And when you're a kid, you don't understand your body yet. Mm-hmm. So you're protecting that shit. Yeah. Then in a guy's locker room, you got guys in there hitting you with the towel, playing oh, yeah, around, yeah. doing oh, stupid shit. Because oh, I remember when I first got in there, they was hitting me. I'm like, yo, yo niggas like tug- that. some niggas tugging at your towel because they oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. yo, stop all this it's fucking crazy. gay shit. Yeah, and then we and they ain't get... gay. It's just part of the locker room and shit. Yeah. When you a kid, now, you just, you're gonna you know, like I said, yeah. I love I love white dudes. They wild as fuck. They wild as fuck, bro. <laughs> I remember my and I didn't experience this, but I had a homeboy who played baseball, yeah. and he said, bro, these motherfuckers. And he played baseball in high school and college. Yeah. He said these dudes used to have like bus off contests like who could shoot the furthest shit oh. I'm like now that's some wild that's shit that's some wild shit bro that's some wild shit white dudes don't care they know they big small and they'll take that <laughs> yeah. shit out and be like hey look at right, me yeah. you <laughs> like bro you just gonna let that I'm three like, that three inch one to just out here just ain't stop. even hitting your thigh I, when I have you can't even do daddy dick nothing, dance nothing in this locker room is gonna make me hard enough to be able to have a bus off contest with you yes. I'm sorry and if some of y'all are wondering what the daddy <laughs> dick dance is if you wanna test your man if he can't swing and his meat hit both sides of his leg he ain't got daddy dick <laughs> yeah you gotta be able to hit your thighs swing that and hear that smack smack sound oh god I'm just telling you I mean, yeah, for the people, I mean you know Hey, it you here? It is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you learn something. Next right. time you get a nigga, you be like, stand up, daddy. <laughs> I had no problems. Hey. 
Nah, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna leave you be. Mm-hmm. Hey, we what song we want to run? We are gonna take another quick break, man. I I just want to you know <laughs> the, keep we it gotta, rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. <laughs> keep keep this music interested. going. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna pick this song because we're gonna go out to yours. Or do oh, you want to okay. go now? That's this one. We you want to go, go out? Her song no, is we dope. can go out. Her song is dope. All right, let's do Nardo Wick. Who wants smoke? Say the best. For I thought. Wait, we didn't play that already. Who we playing first? We played Trippy Red, Rich Motherfucker. Who wants smoke with me? Who wants smoke with me? Who wants smoke with me? Nigga, who wants smoke with me? 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 Nigga, who wants smoke with me? Who wants smoke with me? I'm tryna fuck a nigga lungs up. They be like, no, don't put them damn guns up. Fuck that. Say big brother, bring them guns out. Wanna smoke? We get the spinning while the sun out. I ain't never lacking. I punk gas with my gun out. One, two, three, four. Niggas mad. I fuck they hoe. Five, six, seven, eight. Pussies that got hit with this chase. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Don't got L's. They got to chase. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Hollow tips. They hit his face. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Hit that little bitch front or back. Pest control, who called about rats? Who won't smoke with us? That shit went off, dog. Yeah. Who won't smoke with us? Who won't smoke with us? Young boy. Who won't smoke with us? Nigga, who won't smoke with us? Teasy, man. This is the thing about Teasy. When she's in the car by herself, you can probably catch her. I know she'd be going hard. But when I ride with her. But when she in my like, okay, so if she's in my car, when we used to ride together all the time. She always used to like ride like we about to go rob somebody. Like I would be like, you know, I'm like chilling on my yeah, side and I would look on her side and it's just like she kind of posted up like a dude. That's you know what I'm saying? That's because that's, that's who she vibe, is. Yeah, yeah, that's a vibe. But I'm like, it ain't never like no Bunny and Clyde shit. It's like, hey, we supposed to pull up and shoot somebody. <laughs> and when she driving, it's like she just kind of put her right arm up and she just be kind of cruising with it. And I'm like, this motherfucker here, bro. And she be wanting, and she won't, she won't do the rap line, but she'll just be like, mm-hmm. Like, Lip syncing right. that shit. Yeah, but when I ain't in that bitch, I bet she be going up. Cause I know when I be I was listening to this on the way up here and I'm like, who won't smoke with us? Yeah, we see I'm you when dri- you pulled up. I'm just driving and I'm like, yeah, you see, oh yeah, I was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect, bro. But uh we're gonna talk about domestic violence, man. This is domestic violence month. Mm. I just kind of wanted to bring this out here, bro. It's a topic that I think a lot of people try to avoid. Yeah. Um if we haven't been in a domestic violence or a part of it, I feel like we've all been in that situation mm-hmm. prior to like Whatever that edge is, right before the possibility of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about it. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off for myself. When I saw this, I kind of thought about some situations I saw as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think domestic violence, I saw arguments and disputes between, you know, my mom and my dad. Yeah. And she knows that, like, when we were together, we would watch movies and shit. And, like, if something mm-hmm. came on where somebody was beating somebody, like, Jennifer Lopez and enough. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, fast forward this shit. Yeah. Because it's, like, certain it's things traumatic. I've seen to where I'm like, I don't want, I think it's just something physically about seeing a man handle a woman when you know that you can handle her. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's cheating. It's unfair. And then it's just like, how do you view your woman or how little do you view your woman to like bloody her eye, mm-hmm. bloody her oh nose? God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw her around like she's nothing and then Ooh. scare her so much so that she will not leave. Mm-hmm. That's why I couldn't be a pimp, yo. No. Because you got to break somebody. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't have any domestic violence um, experiences or traumatic 
experiences growing up. But the one thing that I always remember was my mom telling me never to provoke, to bro- to provoke a man. My mm. tongue is tied today. Yeah, get your but, shit uh, together, as you would say with me. <laughs> Come on now. I know. But she always told me never to provoke a man. Yeah. And so I have a look, well, especially back in the day, I have a little mouth on me. So when you talk about being mouth. on the cusp mm-hmm. of certain situations, <laughs> I've definitely been in those moments. Mm-hmm. But that's something that was always in the back of my head was her telling me that. So yeah. that kind of helped me kind of like bring it back, so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, my heart goes out to anybody that's involved in that. But yeah. yeah. Because I know I remember one time um, when we were talking, even in arguments, like I had to teach her how like how to argue in certain mm-hmm. ways. Like if yeah, we talking, fair. don't put your hands on me. Yeah. No, she was a fair fighter. But meaning like when yeah. she would get passionate. Don't make that face. Yeah, When she would get, pa- <laughs> when she would get passionate, <laughs> like she would put her hands on, like touch me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I remember one time I was just trying to walk away from it. She just grabbed my arm and I just looked. I said. Don't fucking touch me. When like, if we're having a heated debate, mm. don't fucking put it's your hands tough. It's a tough situation. Yeah, but it's it was tough. the best I could tell her because it's mm. like, if I'm walking away, don't stop my mm. momentum of where I'm yeah. going. Yeah, Just let me be. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, I wanted to talk to you now. And it was... It and was, it wasn't like an aggressive No, no, no it, wasn't, yeah, it, was it was like, yeah, yo, like... Yeah, but it was just me letting her know. Yeah. Like, yeah, we never went to that point. But yeah. because like we talked about before, when, when she talks about when she has something to say, it's already intense. Mm-hmm. So with me walking away, it was just like, let me go. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Let me, let me go. But we never Seriously. got into those things where it's like crazy, but like we got into those levels to where it, if we didn't care for each other or if we weren't prepared mm-hmm. or mentally, you know, emotionally developed or whatever, we could have went there, bro. Yeah, easy. It, it don't take it, much. It don't take much, it bro. Take much, it doesn't yeah. take much, man. But yeah. well, I, just, I, had a, I had a situation when, growing up, uh, one, of my, one of my father's wives, they were in a domestic situation. And yeah. It's crazy because like I, I had never seen my father, you know, in that situation with my mother or anybody else, but this particular, and this is where like when you had a conversation, you know, I think that when we talk about domestic violence, we automatically talk about the man being the woman, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or the man being yeah. abusive, mm-hmm. you know, but in this situation, it was like it, my father, I had never seen him that way until he was in this relationship and she was very aggressive. You know what I'm saying? And, I used to wonder, I was like, yo, am I, you know, like, cause this is my pops, you know what I'm saying? I was like, they used to fight, you see him fighting and shit like that. And I used to wonder like, am I going to be like that? Like, cause I was a young man. Yeah. And of course I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the, the mold of my father. So yeah. I used to think, am I going to be in the, in, in relationships yeah. like that? Am I going to be abusive and yeah. shit like that? And it didn't last long, but, but it was, it was long enough and it was, it was pretty traumatic. Uh, but I've never been this, like that never happened to me. Like I yeah. never put my hands on a woman. Yeah. And I think part of it was because of what I experienced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I put my hands on a woman, it's just more so of like, I've never put my hand on a woman in that manner. In that manner. Yeah. But like yeah. Let, I, I hit chicks I, before yeah. by accident, but okay. Know. I was oh, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not like that though. <laughs> it was like reaction. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, but yeah. not being funny. Like you said, I had to, you mm-hmm. got to clean it up quick. That's why I was yeah. like, I've put my hands on a woman, but it's been more so like, if it, it's just <laughs> like, shook no. No, not even shake him. It's just like, yo, because my shake yeah, would hurt them right, still. Right, right. I'd rattle your shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. so even all your organs would be out but of place. But that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I literally shake you up. You're fucking, yeah, it's not come out yeah, your nose and shit. So it's like, that's why I say yeah. I could never put my nah, hands on a woman. Because nah, it's like, oof. you automatically know. I've told her sometimes we'd be walking and when people talking shit or I see people, I'd be like, bro, I don't even want to be in a mix of an argument. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I it, know, just like you, bro, I, I feel know, like man. if you hit me, like, if I ain't prepared for that, you're going to knock my face off. You know? <laughs> I'm saying like bro it, I just don't want to get to that point of any mm-hmm. kind of violence or right, you know where no. I'm seeing red yeah. and that's why I say like when I hear certain people in relationships 
and how you talk about it, it's not always the man. Mm-hmm. Some women have a provoking fucking no mouth, doubt. bro. And they know it. Some of the shit that I see when people say certain Oof. things, I'm like, I've never experienced this shit. But if I ever experience anything close to that, it wouldn't take me no time to be out. Mm-hmm. If I oh, see yeah. a, a crazy bitch who like, you need somebody to argue with right. you or you need yeah, somebody to put their hands on you that like too. you like that shit. Like, that's crazy, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when you when you in that situation or you talking, because I had a situation like that with, with the chick that I used to be with. And and like I used to talk to my, my older homies yeah. like, yo, he's like, bro, you either going to you going to you going to leave if you stay and deal with that shit. You fucking run around, put your hands on it because bro. of how she's pushing you. Bro. You know what I mean? So you got to have to remove yourself from that situation. And this was she was a pusher. Yeah. She was a mouther. And, yeah. you know, so when it was good, it was good. Apologize. I'm sorry. But then, you know, three hours later, we'd be right back at it. And yeah. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Like, and I'm not trying to put my hands on nobody. Even looking at stuff my, like, if I got to put my hands on you to, res- for, to get you to respect me, you ain't the one. You for ain't me. the one for me. Period. Like watching shows, like even when I used to watch shows like Baby Boy and shit. You know, when you watch a hood yeah. show, they always got the black woman being like mad extra, being mm-hmm. hood and not being funny. If you know you're not that type, it shouldn't offend you. But like that ain't just a role. Mm-hmm. Like it is a lot of women. Yeah, I've even heard some of my homegirls sometimes talk about certain shit, and I'm like. Bitch, I would have left your ass a long time ago. <laughs> For real. You fucking talk to bitch. You ain't going to never Ooh, talk to me like no, that. No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck who you mm-hmm. think you are. I don't care how much money you got, how fine you are. Bye, bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'll call you that on my way out the door. <laughs> right. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? It's just disrespectful. Like, that's, that's just like me. I like, I ain't trying to come in and turn no woman down. Even when I've been in relationships and it's been like where I know I've hurt somebody, I do come back and apologize because my intent in the moment, even if I'm being brutally, brutally honest, it's never to turn anyone down. Right. It's just like, yo, this is my point. This is how I'm trying to get it, uh, get it off and get it across. I never have an intent of hurting anybody or doing anything. And like I'd say, we talk all the time now where it's like when I do something or we get into it, it's like it don't even go hours before I'm like, yo, you good? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't yeah. mean like that. Mm-hmm. I was trying to it's say just in a moment because you realize like, bro, the shit's not worth it, man. Mm-hmm. But domestic violence, when I think about that shit, like it just the first thing that pops in my head is like, I do remember seeing certain shit. Mm hmm with my mom and my dad and I remember talking to my mom earlier this week and we were talking about love and I was just telling her what I didn't see with them growing up and she was like well I did things for your father and I was like but I wasn't watching you mom mm-hmm. I was watching him watching because him. Yeah, yeah. that's who I was like right you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you may have been making this plate which she mm-hmm. did and you may have loved him and did certain things but I didn't see your affection because that's not how I was built right. I was built like my father so I saw how he raised his hand to you or yelled at mm-hmm. you or like I talked That's about tough. a time of him picking her up and dropping her on the floor one time like I saw this shit pulling a knife on her like those are the things I saw yeah. and as I got older I tried not to be those things mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying and and that's the other thing. Well, I didn't try not because it was easy right. not to, but it was like mm-hmm. anytime my attitude or like a part of the reason in my early stages of life where I wasn't married or in a relationship, I always blamed it on my father because mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't even know what the fuck to do with this shit. Right. But I think the other dynamic, like what I'm talking about, my situation, um, it wasn't my mother that that was happening yeah. with. If that was my mother, I feel like it would have probably had a different effect on yeah. me if that was my yeah, yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For you sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I didn't love it, but yeah. It's not like it was moms. Yeah. If it was moms, I don't know. That probably would have had a situation with me and my dad's relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's how it is with me. And that's why I say, like, even when my mom, like, my mom, although things happen, she ne- she's never trashed my dad's name. Mm-hmm. 
Like I give her all the respect in the world and I tell her all the time you're like my mom. She would never trash her ex-husband's name mm-hmm. and my mom, no matter what my dad did not do, he never trashed her. Right. She never trashed him and I remember when when I talked to her about this, she was just like, but his he didn't really see much with his dad. Mm-hmm. And she was like cuz my yeah, like man, my grandfather see? like he was mad. he ma- I think he got married four or five times. Mm-hmm. His last wife, yeah. you know, the one I knew is my grandmother. Yeah. He was with her for like 20 some years before he passed away. Right. But he didn't even get with her until he was 50 something. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which leads Which us goes some, into yeah, this. leads us into this next topic of uh, a Google, uh, the Google statistics saying that men emotionally mature at 43 mm-hmm. and women at 32. Mm. Mm-hmm. And when I read that and I was just like, damn, this it's not saying niggas play games, but like I'm almost yeah. 40 and I'm just now mm-hmm. getting to that point where exactly. I'm like, I get it. Life looks good with yeah. somebody else right. and somebody else that you're truly trying to build something mm-hmm. with. But any time prior to that, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like I had thoughts of it, but I didn't see it. I'm and just now starting to see like, it. We feel like we wasted a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we get, I guess, in situations where we have an ex. I had this conversation with another one of my exes because he just got married mm-hmm. and he had called me to apologize to me before he got married because he was like, oh, you were one of the best women I knew and blah, blah, blah. I knew I didn't whatever. And I'm like, I'm getting tired of having these conversations mm-hmm. because I feel like um, I would have wanted that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In my time, I feel like I deserve that. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm on the back end getting the apologies from everybody that has matured. Right. And now all of a sudden they want to be married and settle down. But it's also a lot of women are in that position. Though. Yeah, but also some women didn't have or don't always have what you need in those moments. Some dudes get married at 32 or mm-hmm. 28 because whatever they needed, they found it right. early. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's understandable. And they locked into that. Yeah, it still doesn't help. Like, because there's there's no part of me that would want to marry him. Yeah, but it's just in that <laughs> moment when he, he was calling me something. to apologize, yeah. it was kind of like, damn, why am I always getting these conversations? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah. a, I think that that you have to probably reframe the uh, because uh, it is a compliment. You know, it's a, it, it's a it's a yeah. compliment. Hmm. It's a compliment to who you were as a woman at that time. You know what I mean? And you probably would ahead of your time. A lot of times women when it comes to relationship stuff because if you talk about what's a successful ahead or behind exactly yes. so if you talk about what's successful or what helps um, a relationship be successful a lot of times you see emotional availability yeah mm-hmm. and most of the time yeah. women are the ones that are already at that point whereas guys we trying to learn it you yeah. know what i mean and but I like i said but we never got that either yeah <laughs> if you unless you have a unless father, you've had that yes and unless you have a father that makes that okay yeah that's why um what is that show i can't remember so i don't want to go down that path but it's a lot of men now that are showing their child, especially the boys, the certain kind of love that they need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing yeah. it publicly. Yes. You even see people like LeBron James or you see people like like even Russell Westbrook, the way he show his wife like sugar is an old word. Mm-hmm. But he always calls his girl sugar, which clearly is a word that they use, period. Yeah. They don't switch it up and change it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's so word. it's like when you see black men. Not even just with black women, because I'm tired of just saying that all the time, too. But when you just see black men and black women happy, period, period, when you see people happy, period, Mm -hmm. not, oh, I'm happy because I'm with a black man. or Oh, I'm white and I'm with a wife. No, Mm -hmm. true happiness, Mm -hmm. period. That's when it matters. Mm -hmm. I understand the energy that Puff Daddy's been on lately, like brother love, because love literally is the key Mm -hmm. to everything. Love and respect. Love because and respect. I love and respect yeah. you, I will never fuck you over. Because right. I love and respect Spider in a different way, 
I will never fuck him over. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to talk behind this nigga back and say shit I can't say to him right. in his face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you have a love or respect for a person and you truly find that the race won't matter. Right, if she's matter. bigger than what you really wanted, that won't yeah, matter. None of it matters. If she's sm- mm-hmm. None of that none shit of will matter, bro. None of it matters. And that's the way I said that's where I'm at right now. That's why I say like recapping and coming, bringing it all the way back to the Google statistic. Like with my father, I didn't trip about him forgetting certain things because I've matured. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but so the question that I have when I saw the Google Google statistic is, you know, that to me is uh, a byproduct of something else. Yeah, like you talking about men in general. Yeah, because I'm looking at like our our culture. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think that we we have a lot of toxic relationships that we see at a young age, Mm -hmm. and then unfortunately, look at look at unfortunately or unfortunate, however you want to smoke it. Uh, whatever we experience in life is going to pipe is smoke. I'm saying it's, <laughs> it's going to show itself yeah. in our lives. Like yeah. whatever mm-hmm. we've experienced, whatever we've observed, whatever we witnessed, it's going to show up in our life somewhere. So yeah. if we're not used to seeing um, our couples, uh, black couples together and, and showing love and things like that, because our relationships or our families tend to be broken yeah. throughout history. Then of course, by the time I get in a relationship, I might not display that either. Yeah, I gotta learn that shit. Yeah, you do. And a lot of times, we learning it yeah. around this time. Yeah, and black relationships, like if you ain't happy, stop posting shit talking about you happy. Stop you, it. you diluting it's, the goddamn okay. brand yeah, because it's okay not to be happy. Just get off the gram, acting like you are. Exactly. Got people believing that you are the the idiots that are following along uh, with other yeah, relationships, see, and you following this shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, babe, son, 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 yeah. son, babe. Pull that all the line. But it's just like a, it's just like a, 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 a like a, a producing yeah. a production of love. It like, is, mm-hmm. bro. I, I can't even because of what you're saying. I can't even look at a couple who might really be in full love mm-hmm. and wonder, is that real shit or is that just for the grand? Because right. if I saw you and your girl and y'all getting ready to bite into something together, my mindset as a creative is who holding the camera? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who's capturing this moment? That moment. Oh, it's, to- and people be like, oh, that's so pretty. It's mm-hmm. two niggas posed to eat something at the same time and somebody's taking a picture. Why do we and you everything big dummy. is not for we don't everybody. social media. Like Some of that stuff just needs I, to be that, intimate that, moments that between shit, you. That shit irks me though because because it's like okay so the only thing that helps me to just kind of stomach this shit is just just like realizing that social media it's just like fucking tv bro it's tv it's just like tv TV, i don't believe shit that i see no more if i see some shit in real life i could i could believe that the shit that i see here i just Mm -hmm. i chalk it up yeah so i'm gonna let me tell y'all something a lot of people wonder why (laughs) we don't do a lot of videos on the reality is that aren't production Mm -hmm. you know why you ain't gonna catch us on no tiktok creating the shit <laughs> you ain't gonna catch us out here creating a reel if it ain't a reel that we made from mm-hmm. videos you know why it's stupid <laughs> it's fucking You're stupid from a creative because like when you, you look can... at it it's a person I'm taking my phone mm-hmm. sitting this bitch here and I'm playing music and I'm like yeah hey bye bye point point nothing's there like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> like, ain't nothing even there like literally people be pointing and then they find the words oh and put that shit there. I don't understand none of this shit. <laughs> I did that shit during the motherfucking freeze last year though. Because hey. like, you was bored yeah, out of your mind. Was, Everybody was you doing crazy. Time. You had time. The but amount of time it takes to create all of those things. Bro. Like I could just be doing so much more. Yo, it's so much shit, but not even only like that. I want to say this to the creatives. I've been seeing a lot of creatives. They 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 want attention. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, Stay man. Your lane. Talk to them. Talk and to them. And understand, like, if you how do you get more people to look at your content? Put money in it. Mm. Market. 
Mm-hmm. People always be like, why aren't y'all marketing more? And that's the one thing we always talk about because our money is somewhere else right now. Mm-hmm. But the marketing part, Mark, put money. You don't need a big machine behind you. Mm-hmm. Quit looking for the acknowledgement. Do the fucking work. Do the work. Put the money where your mouth is. Market. <laughs> find other dope creators. Get your content up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, partner. That's it's a, obvious that's a big when thing. you start jumping on the Jump, trend. Doing, yeah. And like, then it's uh, like, it takes away from the authenticity you be- of your yeah. shit. I'm not jumping on no trend. You will never see. We talked about red flags a month ago. Now mm-hmm. all this red flag shit out and is everywhere. One thing you will <laughs> right. never see the reality is do is jump on a trend. You ain't seen no reposting no red uh, flags. Well, I'm I not knocking no, repost I'm not grand knocking you. Red I'm not knocking you if you <laughs> that do. Because that was the one for me. That yes. shit was funny. But I'm just saying, we don't follow trends, man. Yeah, like certain yeah. people be jumping on shit and it's like you're just doing it because it gets you a little clout oh, yeah. right now. Yes, that's a great marketing strategy to follow the trends. Mm-hmm. I just prefer to create them. That was a lovely part about being in Chicago. Anything that we wanted to say, it could be said. Mm-hmm. If we said something on set and it was like, ah, that don't that don't sound right, you could go and say, hey, Jason, I think this sounds more authentic. Yeah, 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 and he's yeah. willing to change that right, shit. Right, Hollywood right. or wherever else to still have you saying some shit. And how many of us have watched a black movie in, or something like, we and we look and we like, like, we don't even talk, talk like, that. like that. Yeah. You got to go see that movie, Collateral Beauty. Yeah. Watch it again, please. I am. Because it's, it's, it's about mm-hmm. this, too. Like, this acting thing, yeah. this creative thing. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's really cool. I'm it's a lot of great TV time. coming out right now with the, you know, the holidays it's and shit. It's too much TV. There's a lot. What's, but I, what's I, I, want, I do want to talk out? about this, man. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Halloween movie person. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. I, I, Michael I, Myers. Michael Myers. What is no. that? What are they on, like 26 now? Yeah, but you know they posted something that was like, Michael Myers is homophobic because of the way he killed the gay couple in this new movie. Chill oh. the fuck out. What? This is getting I didn't see out that. of fucking pocket. I, I have not seen know. the movie myself, but it's... He's it's homophobic. They're saying it like... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's people talking about that, and I'm like, I don't oh. know the full story, but I've been seeing that, and it's like, how is everything homophobic, man? How do you man? find time? You know what? Did Hold he on. stab a nigga in the stop. asshole or something? Stay. Like, did he get specific? But no, stay right there, because I think we talked about this off air. You know, so just, I'm by on. the way, those that are listening, we don't actually talk about on the mic everything that we talk about. We don't. Off the mm-hmm. mic. You don't know us. But I remember I watched the Michael Rappaport video and he was talking about little Nas X and he was saying that the problem with the society today is that if he feels like little Nas X music is trash, yeah. if he say it, people will say he's homophobic yeah. because little Nas X is. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you can't even criticize the motherfuckers, because, especially if they come on, man, they got too much motherfucking power. I talk come about on, everybody, baby. man. Come on, man. You can all get it. You can all get it. Now, granted, I'm not going to sit up here and talk about somebody's music is trash because, look, I respect whatever you do. If it ain't for me, I'm just just, not going to listen to it. It just ain't for me. I'll say it's trash. Yeah, okay, cool. He's a DJ. Exactly. He he could talk about that, but I'm saying my point is like, we in this this day and age, we have to be careful about yeah. how we criticize a motherfucker because we gonna be labeled some I'm but, yeah, but if you're gay like just be music. gay up front cause I, I ain't gonna lie like when I I love Frank Ocean's first like Channel Orange like I loved it and then when he came out and they said he was gay I was like so all this fucking in the house <laughs> so I'm saying I'm like he ain't fucking so I'm up but I've does been, that change your experience listening to the music a little bit because mm-hmm. I had the you know music it paints a vision for you you're mm-hmm. listening and you paint something so I may have been listening to some of this shit and it's like, oh, I'm thinking about this and I may think about that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I'm thinking and I'm like, we ain't on the, it doesn't deaden this music because mm-hmm. I still listen to the shit and I mm-hmm. run it back. But my first time going back to listen mm-hmm. after In I heard, moment. I was listening with open ears of who he is yeah. who, and who he's singing to. Right. Well, but but you also listen with, with your own, like you created your own yes. situation. Yes. I used to, I used to wonder about that too when they used to talk about uh, like, 
and I don't know if he was or not, but they just talk about like how Luther Vangels and these some of these gay mm-hmm. dudes. I definitely used to, think yeah. he was gay. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they used to but say it didn't these. Change the no, it did. That's what they Because a room is still a room, bitch. Yeah. Right? They be like, yo, if chicks want to throw their panties up there, but I'm like, what well, this motherfucker's talking about dudes? Right. Though, like, it don't matter. It though, it don't matter. It's a great song. It's a and, great song. and women will know that and yeah. still throw their panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I got two homeboys that's gay, and I when I say they probably could get more pussy than me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If they straight, to, yeah. if they wanted to. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, straight the fuck up. And they cool as fuck. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's why I say this is the thing. Dave Chappelle talks about everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a lane, and some jokes are true. That's why they're funny, right? Mm-hmm. And jokes are jokes for a reason. Yeah. Use that red button. Turn the turn channel. The off. Unsubscribe. Don't read. Mm-hmm. Don't follow. But you can't cancel somebody, especially when it's their line of work, mm-hmm. their livelihood. No, you know well, what actually, I'm saying? Actually, they can. They can. They just can't cancel But I was everybody. glad that Netflix um, stood that by shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's the turn of the tide right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the trend is, yeah, to shut that shit down. Shut that yeah. shit down. Like, some people be scared. I know I've said certain things, and they be like, you going to talk about that on the podcast? They be like, yeah. They be like, they ain't going to follow you. Nigga, I don't care. <laughs> like, this is a we built from a the ground. I'm just having a conversation. Having if you don't like it, that's fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I posted this earlier. It's okay to disagree. It's, yeah, right. It's, mm-hmm. it's not about, like, I, I know maybe a lot of times when we frame these conversations, we frame it under the guise of right and wrong. Yeah. No, listen, if you have a different opinion, that don't mean you wrong and I'm right. It we don't even have to argue. But social media world has created these extremes. Mm-hmm. There's no more middle ground. We can't just have a discussion. Yeah. We can't even be in a room. And they make it personal and it's personal with people that you don't know. Yes. I've always said this and I've always told Arteza this. I always, when I talk about characters on TV, even athletes, I try to leave athlete shit on the field and on the court. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the movie, I only try to talk about their character. character. If you start Not to talk person. about their physical looks, you're That's talking them. about that person. that person. If you start to talk about this person off the field, off the court, you're talking about this person. Yeah. And y'all be talking, and we talk to these people and post shit like these people don't have feelings. Mm-hmm. Like they not going to see this shit. I have not seen Russell Westbrook's documentary. I am going to watch that mm-hmm. shit. But he talked about it. He was like, people act like the things they say don't hurt you. Yeah. When they make you as a villain, when all you do is play aggressive on the basketball court and they don't like you and or you keep beating mm-hmm. their team right. and they come at your kids and talk about your kids exactly. or they talk about your wife or you talking shit. about my personal aesthetics, my teeth, my hair. Mm-hmm. Nigga, right. you talking about me. Right. I'm and individual. I'm a regular person, but I got millions of people Coming down on me, posting shit, your personal opinion as if that doesn't matter. Right. Come on, man. We got to be better than that. But it's it's very similar to the the whole discussion about, you know, Kyrie Irving with this vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you did a live and he's like, yo, this is a situation. Like, it doesn't matter that I'm a millionaire playing basketball and all that. This is how I feel about this. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is how I feel. I don't like Stephen A. Smith's approach to that. That motherfucker. Yo, I don't like the new format of the show. Period. No. This motherfucker. It's trash. And he just be talking. And then he's so cocky now where, like, he's. Said some of the stuff man. on Marbury. He was like, "Well, I'm a, I got a five year contract, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah, the yeah. next five, like, he can't get canceled." I'm like, "Catch his bitch ass in well, the alley and two no. piece biscuit his hairline but back he, some But more. he won't get canceled because he always he going. Yeah, he always going to tap he dance. Gonna ask, yes. He going to tap dance his you know ass off, saying? and then like he be talking about, and then he'll be on TV talking about some if and oh, yeah, I'm gonna do this because this. Then it's like talk greasy, talk greasy, bro. I be like, I just be looking at. I have to turn the channel because I be like, nigga, I dot your motherfucking. It's crazy. As it sounds, it seemed to me that Max kind of held him in check a little bit. But yeah, since Max and he didn't gone, like that shit. No, 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 no. Since Max been gone, nothing been gone off the rails. Like even the way he was talking to Jay, uh, Jay Will. Yeah, Jay Will. Oh, that's okay. I call BS. I'd have been like, yo, take the mic <laughs> off, nigga, and see me outside. Right, let's go. I'm about to push your bitch ass back yeah. to Wake Forest, and nigga. He, and he really had a lot of good points. Jay Williams had a yeah, lot of good did. points. Yeah, he did. 
You know what I mean? Just because he getting paid don't you mean he's supposed to loud. do what the fuck they supposed to do. That yeah, mean, yeah. That's like saying they own his body. That's what he's trying to that's say to you, dummy. Say, right. And How he, the fuck do you not see that? And he never himself, like I love that. I don't know if you saw this, but you, there's a video that I'm going to forward to you where Jay Will was talking about this. Uh, just talking about the problem with you know, our society yeah. and the way social media and context. Like everybody's talking about Kyrie Irving as, as if he said that he's comparing himself to Muhammad Ali, but he never said that. He never said somebody that. else said somebody it, else, and now bro. everybody else got a piece of it. Like, oh, Kyrie Irving trying to compare himself to yeah. Muhammad Ali? No, actually, he never said that. Yeah. That's just something that was floating around, but some somebody else said that shit. I, I but that's the world we yeah, live in. I understand you it's having crazy. a tap dance, but there's no way I'm gonna go on and dog. Like the most it would have went was how I feel about Kyrie. Kyrie making the best decisions for Kyrie and his family. Period. If this man but is willing see, to miss money, that. take Bro. a seat, and not play a game that he's played and right. practiced his whole life, it must be important I'm saying, to him. Do you own the Nets? Why the fuck? You Why care are you so even much? worried about it? And he riding them so fucking hard. That's the thing I don't like about it. To where as you ride, you bring your fans and all those other people down on this dude. And, that's and exactly we talk about what mental. Was this is the thing. About. If this, if Kyrie is so fragile, just think if that nigga killed himself tonight. God forbid. But with all this shit and all this shit that's coming this Pressure. way, you can't tell me Stephen A. Smith ain't nigga. He the one in the forefront running this lynch mob towards him. I'm telling you, ain't thinking about this nigga's mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a part of the game and it comes with that shit. But you helping damage this nigga right now, bro. Right. And if he wasn't, you're a damaging his reputation. Dude. Yeah, he be broke by now. Right. I mean, look at what Dave Chappelle was talking about yes. with his friend. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That shit's not people easy. People are dealing with shit outside all of just the this. time, bro. Yeah. And you up here coming at him like that, talking real greasy, bro. Mad greasy. So, I'm like, I can't stand it. But we're going to wrap it up, man. Um, we went over a little bit. Arteza, we're going to use your song on the way out. What you got? How you yeah, going to yeah, finesse us up out of here? I want to vibe right now. Oh, yeah. it's a I want to walk out like I'm wearing girl. panties in my jeans. <laughs> Booty just rubbing against the oh, my fabric. No I homo. swear. Right up. Great catch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great catch. This nigga said, no homo. Ladies, wash your booties <laughs> and wash your jeans. <laughs> I like that. We don't give enough love to the female rapper. I be trying to let her teach you the lady rappers. I'm sorry. We don't put you on much to the church. She's gonna be playing it on the way out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might play on the dance. I'm just imagining her lips rapping this. Uh-huh. I might, you got a video? I Have you seen the cover of this album? Uh-uh. You check that out. And in my body on point, they be like, who's just searching? True story, you broke niggas want me. I've been counting hundreds ever since I was a shorty. I get to the money, you know it's mandatory. Asking for my time when you know you can't afford it. I'ma spend this money, I'ma save mine. Cause I'ma bail him out if he do jail time. Or empty out the safe if he ain't worth the wait. Cause I'ma get mine, I do him real slow. I promise you, I love it, I'll be worth the chase. Cause I could be the drinker to your Kevin Gates. He tryna fuck me while we on the second date. 
He got these bitches thirst, but I just can't relate. Spend that back for a real bitch. Spend that back if you love me. I got 10,000 niggas wanna fail this. But you can only get it if you're lucky. I'm not fucking no nigga if he don't deserve it. Blew a bag on that pussy cause he know I'm worth it. Maybelline cover girl for certain. And my body on point, they be like, who's just searching? True story, you broke niggas want me. I've been counting hundreds ever since I was a shorty. I get to the money and you know it's mandatory. Asking for my time when you know you can't afford it. 